It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we welcome back Premiership Saturdays after the break. Celtic are looking to restore their nine-point lead when they head to Aberdeen this lunchtime. The weather is trying its best to ruin the return though. Fir Park and the Tony Macaroni are off, leaving only Harps Killy and Ross County St Johnston in the top flight. And it's our Cash for Kids sports auction as we look to raise big money for local children in return for some top sporting prizes. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me in the Studio is Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, and Hugh Evans. Six out of seven home games won by Aberdeen before the World Cup break. 14 league games won out of 15 by Celtic before the World Cup break. But there's no such thing as momentum now because we've been in limbo for five weeks because of that World Cup break. The only numbers that are relevant today for Celtic, they were nine points in front of Rangers. They are now. Following Rangers' win over Hibs on Thursday, six points in front of Rangers. They have to address that today. It's statement time for Ange Postacoglu. Yep, looking forward to today, Gordon. What a Saturday we've got in store. Main event, 12.30, Celtic away to Aberdeen. Always a tough place to go. And then the rest of the fixtures to follow. There have been some casualties due to weather, but still plenty of entertainment today. And the Cash for Kids auction. What a fantastic afternoon. Like the boy said, really delighted to be back to domestic football. It started Thursday night with Rangers Hibs. Looking forward to what I'd say would be a terrific game at Patore. Aberdeen Celtic and then some of the games this afternoon I'm in with the lads here great to be back absolutely although the weather's trying its best we've got just enough top flight action to keep us going the lower leagues have been decimated as well um, particularly the Championship Dundee Cove Hamilton Inverness Morton Queen's Park all off also and various others down the divisions but if anyone who's ever listened on this day of the year because we do it every year it is our Cash for Kids sports auction and this is a vitally, vitally important day for us. We try our best to raise a lot of money. I mean, a serious amounts of cash, all for the children right here on our doorsteps that need your help the most. So we'll go to Aberdeen in just a second to get the team news. But before we do that, I've got some important prizes to tell you about because we will give away different prizes every hour throughout the afternoon. But the following three packages are all day Prizes. So you have all day to donate in these because these are the big prizes. These are the ones that are going to run from now until the end of the show and you need to get your bids in as quickly as you can to make sure you take that place uh, in the driving seat. But these are going to run all day, so I want to set them up and give you as much time as possible. Prize number one, feast your ears on this, Mark Wilson, Hugh Keevans and Gordon DL. It's called All Roads Lead to Hamden. It's been donated by John Fleming of Easy Peasy Prizes, so thanks to John. It is Superbox Hospitality at Hamden for both the League Cup final and the Scottish Cup final. It's for two people, the ultimate football hospitality in the Superbox, a unique culinary and guest experience. Oh. I know you, you're, you're, a, you're a sort of pie and ball man, Hugh, but mm. Mark Wilson's a bit more, more refined, sophisticated. Yep. Uh, you get to enjoy the match with panoramic views of the pitch from a private balcony in the centre of the South Stand. I don't know if you've seen these super boxes before. They're fantastic. So you and a family member or a friend, not only at the League Cup final, but the Scottish Cup final as well. Now think about what that means in football terms, right? That could be... 
two parts of a treble for your team and you get to witness it. It might be Michael Beale's first piece of silverware. It might be Ange Postacoglu getting that treble that you Celtic fans fully believe he can get. It might be an absolute history-making day for Motherwell or St Mirren or Kilmarnock or whoever else. So there is a lot to think about there. Superbox hospitality for both the League Cup final and the Scottish Cup final for two people an unbelievable prize right so that's prize one for our all day selection now number two talk about money can't buy it can on this occasion but this is not the type of thing you can just rock up to the shop how good does this sound an Aston Villa package with a meet and greet with Scotland talisman John McGinn two nights accommodation in a four star hotel in Birmingham two VIP box tickets to the game of your choice at Villa Park before the end of the season it includes food it includes drinks pre-match half-time and full-time you get a signed match day shirt by John McGinn and you get to meet and greet after the game with the great man himself that's a belt on that one yeah. unbelievable yeah. prize that think of the Scotland fans out there that that would mean the world to I take, take it that John's donated that prize Yes, he has indeed So yeah. obviously, yeah, thanks that's very much the, to John That's the type of boy he is And the third and final one You'll have heard of this all week Because I've been banging on about it Mark Wilson and I have a terrible video On social media If you want to check it out This is the one that you can text to win Now this is really important to us For a number of reasons, right? Because obviously we want to raise a lot of money For Cash for Kids But believe me I am fully aware that so many of you listening Think, well, I, I can't bid for big prizes I don't have spare hundreds or thousands of pounds to bid for those prizes And we're really conscious of that So this is why we like to get everyone involved as well For a voluntary £5 donation Plus your standard network rate message You could win a brand new Mercedes-Benz A-Class For that price A £5 donation to Cash for Kids A standard network rate message And all you need to do is send the text That's 84901 Text CAR to 84901 Every penny goes to Cash for Kids You can cancel that donation By replying cancel within 60 minutes um, of receiving our text confirmation um, But if you want to get involved in that That one does run till 6 o'clock And that's texting CAR to 84901 All roads lead to Hamden Scottish Cup final, League Cup final VIP hospitality for two Aston Villa, meet and greet John McGinn, signed shirt, two nights accommodation Those prizes right now Get your calls in 0141 565 2468 0141 565 2468 Eight. These are running all day From now Until six o'clock And if so the car deep. Gets stuck in the snow We will guarantee That Ange Postacoglu <laughs> Will come out <laughs> And he will dig you out uh, Disclaimer That might not actually happen But 01415652468 And every year Hugh Keevans We wish we didn't have to do this Sports yep. auction But the reality is we do And hopefully We can make a big difference This afternoon The awful thing is this, the, the figures you read out On a nightly basis Gordon Are getting scarier not better, they're getting scarier. And therefore, Cash for Kids on an annual basis becomes ever more necessary. It has always been this radio station's finest hour, but now we are dealing with crisis and we need your money more than ever. 01415652468. That is your auction number for this afternoon. Plenty of more fantastic prizes throughout the day, but for now, I'm giving you the all day prizes. 
The meet and greet with John McGinn The sign shop, the hospitality And the Hamden prize All roads lead to Hamden The two cup finals with the hospitality You can bid from now until 6 o'clock And it's all sponsored today by Central Car Auction So thank you very much to the good folks there 01415652468 And the great thing about this day Is we spin a lot of plates Not only do we raise a lot of money But we've got great football to look forward to as well So with that in mind Let's go to Petaudry and speak to Andrew McLean yeah, well, I'll tell you what, I wish I had some of that super boxed hospitality today because it is absolutely freezing here at Pataudry. There's been some snow up here as well, but the pitch is clear. The surrounding areas have been deemed safe and we're good to go for Aberdeen against Celtic. It was an entertaining return to the Premiership on Thursday, wasn't it, at Ibrook? So let's hope for more of the same here today. And there's normally plenty of goals and a good bit of drama when these two meet here. And Hugh mentioned it at the start, Aberdeen have this really good home record this season. They've won their last six. They've scored 20 goals in those matches as well. That will give them some belief that they can maybe cause an upset here. And Jim Goodwin said this week, you know, he feels are capable of beating anyone in the Premiership on their day. However, Celtic just have a good record in general, don't they? 14 wins from 15 Premiership matches before the World Cup break. They had really good momentum. So we'll see if it's a case of just being able to pick up where they left off five weeks ago. And that five weeks has been a productive spell for Callum McGregor as well. A bit of a spoiler here, but he's straight back into the starting eleven. I'll give you the Aberdeen team first. It's Kellarus in goal for them. It's a back three of Ross McCrory, Anthony Stewart and Jack McKenzie. Matty Kennedy and Hayden Coulson are the wing-backs. The three central midfielders, Ilber Ramadani, Connor Barron and Leighton Clarkson. It's Duke and Boyan Mioski, the two up top. The substitutes, Lewis, Morris, Basilian, Hayes, Duncan, Richardson, Bavage, Marshall and Ramirez. As for Celtic, Callum McGregor, as I said, straight back into the starting lineup. as is Dyson Maida after his World Cup exploit. So Joe Hart in goal for them today. The back four, Anthony Ralston, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carl Starfelt and Greg Taylor. The midfield three, Callum McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Rayo Hattati, Jota, Dyson Maida and Kyogo. The front three, the substitutes, Segris, Jens, Jakimakis, Abada, Moy, Turnbull, Bernabe, Forrest, Lawal. The referee for this one is Stephen McLean and the VAR is Kevin Clancy. Yeah, well, it's as you would expect. I thought the captain would come back. He is the leader and uh, Ange Postecoglou likes the inspirational factor where Callum McGregor is concerned. The Dyson Maeda can be proud of himself the way he performed in Qatar at the World Cup. You've got many admirers who had never seen anyone quite like him before. Uh, so it's a strong Celtic team. Obviously, minus Juranovic, who's got to play in the world's worst match today in Qatar. Uh, but Anthony Ralston has been an able deputy. Uh, it's a strong Celtic team and a strong Aberdeen team. I mean, Duke, Mayovsky, Kyogo, Jota. Don't say it. I know, you're about mm, to say there's no way this game yeah. can finish nil nil. If you do that to us today, I'll never forgive you. There's no way this game can finish nil nil. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mark Wilson. I think the headline would be the return of Celtic captain Callum yeah. McGregor. Yeah, and they coped pretty well without him, but. Uh, I mean he has a class above the rest and that side a real standout so Ange Postecoglou will be delighted that he's back fit and he can also move O'Reilly up one to his more preferred position but Hugh's right it's a strong Celtic side but you have to look at the other side as well and there's danger written all over this game for Celtic when you look at that front line and Mijowski and Duke up against you and behind them Barron and Clarkson it's a good Aberdeen side who have been performing well at home so Celtic have to be on it if they're going to take three points from this today yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I think the two lineups are very attacking. I'm with you. Let's go out and a, a, a thing right away. I think there'll be plenty of goals here today. I think the teams are attacking. Aberdeen will fancy this today. 
uh, first game back after the World Cup. Um, a good attacking lineup, two guys up top that know where the back in it is. But if you look at that Celtic side, it's just full of quality, especially middle to front. I think there are bags of goals there. So I fancy Celtic strongly today, but they'll need to be at the top of their game. Um, if they're below par, then Aberdeen will fancy mm. this. Uh, Andrew McLean, there's been a lot of talk uh, other grounds because the, the matches are all off. I don't know if it, was this one ever in danger, everything okay up there? I think the only danger would have been the surrounding areas. Sometimes matches do get called off because of safety concerns about fans getting to the games, but the roads on the way up here and in the surrounding areas all seem fine. The pitch looks absolutely fine. I mean, it's, it's slightly cut up a bit, which you'd expect at this time of year because it's a tough job keeping these pitches in really good condition, but it looks good. The players out there warming up at the moment and the weather isn't really going to have any impact on this game at all today. Uh, what's been the, the sort of mood if you like this week Andrew everyone knows how good Celtic have been the, the league table tells you that for Aberdeen it's very much a case of struggled at times on the road but a very good recent home record as well as Hugh mentioned yeah that recent home record is absolutely incredible really when you look at it any team outside of Celtic and Rangers that's on a run like this you don't often see it six wins on the bounce here at Pataudry and I mentioned that they've scored 20 goals in that time they've had a couple of fours in that spell and you look at the form of the likes of Duke and Miofsky and Aberdeen have looked really really dangerous since they've switched to this back three with the two up top you wondered whether Jim Goodwin might alter it with the visit of Celtic today if it was something that he was going to stick with because it is a very attacking lineup that he's gone for in these recent weeks but it's worked and that's why he's not going to change it he says on their day he feels are capable of beating any Premiership side he's desperate for them to fight off the challenge of the likes of Hearts and finish in third place these aren't the types of games that they're necessarily expecting to get three points in but they feel that if they put in a good performance today they can certainly take a point or even all three if it goes well I suppose that the thing that's worth considering Mark is we've just never been here before we've just never had a f- random five week yeah. break November into December of course early season form would suggest that Celtic are clearly dominant and in a very good position to to go on and win this league but we've just got no idea what impact this break is going to have on Celtic or any other team yeah. for that matter well we obviously had the many winter breaks before and teams came back for that in different that form two weeks two weeks yeah mm. um, and it did have an effect on some teams I remember Rangers coming back and not dealing with that particularly well and Celtic steamrolled ahead but five weeks especially long but you've got a mix so you've got Carter Vickers and obviously Maeda who's been away on World Cup duty so they've still been ticking over players have had a holiday you would think it would benefit them you would think it would just you know rejuvenate them a wee bit when maybe legs were getting a bit tired with all the you know Champions League games that these players had to go through so you'd think it would work in their favour but you can never tell until you see obviously I, the first 45 minutes of this game I can't think Mark of this being the resumption of the season I, I have to think of this as a new season because it's yeah. a five week break There is no momentum There's no point in going on about Aberdeen's six home wins out of seven Or Celtic's mm. 14 league wins out of 15 Because that was five weeks yeah. ago It still and shows what they're capable of though I suppose doesn't it? Both sides uh, Yeah um, the, you know, No one's gone away the, the, All the top men are still there But you know, you had a Rangers team that were hopeless Before the World Cup break And they used the five weeks to get rid of the manager Bring in a new one and they weren't any great shakes on Thursday night, but they dug out a result which they were not doing uh, in the old season that ended when the World Cup began. 
So for me, it's not about momentum. It's not about what you did prior to the World Cup break. It's about what you do from now in this, albeit I think it's, many I th- seasons. I think it's to use a break, you to get some positives out of, you know, if you went into the break and you weren't good form like some teams were, Celtic weren't in that case, but where the positive came for Celtic in the break, and you've got to say, they've got their best player back, they've got their captain, their leader back, um, he'll be desperate to get going. I know what you're saying about momentum, I totally agree with that. I just look at quality on the the, the pitch, you know, and so I think not, Celtic's bag, bags of it. We're, we're now using all the different buzzwords. Momentum, that's true what Hugh says, but it's not as if the Celtic players are suddenly going to have lost confidence over the break they'll, they'll still be fully confident you mentioned McGregor Maeda might come back you know rejuvenated having had a generally positive World Cup experience yeah. Juranovic isn't back yet and it's different because people expect him to be sold uh, Aaron Moy a very good World Cup as well I know he doesn't start today so again wonder what impact that has I think it. I think things like that stories like that help a score I think you asked me about that before when players went away in international duty and came back off a good Spell did it affect the squad? I think it did. I think the guys that were left behind would have been rooting for their teammates, and it just brings everybody together that bit closer. But and look, Maeda starts today. Carter Vicker didn't get much game time at the World Cup, but Maeda did, and he's got to be in a good frame of mind coming into this game. He'll pro- probably play a different role today than he did for Japan, but it's one he's more than capable of. So, I mean, looking forward to seeing. Jota back in action, Kyogo, but the big one, Daz was saying, McGregor. I mean, how much game time has he actually had? I mean, I take it he would have played last week against Wren. Yeah. But I think he featured in both of those so, sort of bounce games that Celtic played, Andrew McLean, is that right? Yes, you're correct. So, so, yes, so not a lot of game time since October, since he's been out. So it's a big one for him today, but he's got the quality just to... Do you know what I'm looking forward there. to most of all? I've, I've looked at two teams, I've looked at setups, two different formations. Aberdeen look like they're going to be brave today. They're playing three at the back, they've got to push the two wing backs. Now, this is where they've got to be brave. They've got to push them high up the pitch, which leaves them a little bit exposed to Maeda and Jota on the mm-hmm. flanks if they lose the ball. So I think tactically it's got to be brilliant. Yeah, if you were looking at any attacking player outside the top two, Mark that is capable of hurting the top two, Duke would be one yeah. of them, and, and obviously Miofsky's got that good goal-scoring record as well. You know, remember, we used to look at guys like Martin Boyle and, and talk about outside the top two, these are the types of guys that can can hurt you. It took Duke a while, I think he'd, he'd trying to get fitness levels up to the right place. He's clearly not finished article or bang at it 100% of the time, but Celtic will know fine well what, what he's capable of, I'm yeah. sure. Good player, um, good attributes, he's quick. When he gets in the box, he's not scared to go down, so Celtic players need to be careful about that as well. But he's a real threat, and when he's played up there with Miofsky, there is goals in the side. And I, I touched on it earlier, when you look behind him, who's supplying him? The young boy Barron, terrific player, but Clarkson as well, great player. Now, we've seen Aberdeen go to Ibrox, remember, for the first 20 minutes, they looked great, and going forward, and they were open, then they scored their goal. It's at the back, like Daz says... Will be maybe a wee bit of a concern if they play that open today. At the back for Celtic as well, for me, Starfelt is a, an Achilles heel. Uh, I think the Celtic fans can't wait to get Kobayashi in the team and get Starfelt out. Oh, I'm not sure they'd agree oh, with you. No, no. I, I, I've got to disagree with that, Hugh. I think that the partnership, I know that sometimes it comes under the spotlight because Carter Vickers is usually so, so steady. Look at the number of goals he conceded last season. I'll get back to Gordon. Seeing positions like that, 
partnerships are so so important I think Carter Vickers and Starfell are a terrific partner let's hear from both managers quickly shall we uh, Ange Postacoglu is obviously the visitor let's start with the home boss then Jim Goodwin we'll have a very good crowd here I would imagine a very expectant home crowd as well the, the, the fans have been outstanding for us this season both at home and on the road and um, we don't want to disappoint them first and foremost So, but I do believe we're playing the best team in the country I think that's been proven up to now I think they've got a uh, a huge um, advantage from a points tally in terms on you know Rangers in second place. They've scored, as I said, in excess of fifty goals. They've got real quality throughout their team. But I do believe that any team is capable of beating anyone else on the day. And um, yeah, it, look, it's it's always a tough game. Even last Saturday. year, um, yeah, we won there twice. Tough games, both of them. So you, you expect a tough game. And you're right, you know, their their home form's great. But um, yeah, I think it's probably been missed on a few people. But our away form's not bad either, you know. Don't forget, we've got a big game coming up, and we're going to go back live to Petodre for kickoff. But it is also our cash for kids sports auction. So let me quickly remind you of the three all day prizes that you need to get involved in because the bids are already starting. All roads lead to Hamden. That's your VIP hospitality for two people to both the League Cup final and the Scottish Cup final. It's an unbelievable prize. Alan Jess is out in the lead with a bid of 1,250. And we do thank Alan for his generosity. I'm sure even Alan knows that's worth more than 600 odd quid each because it's an unbelievable prize. Uh, and same to Stuart Shaw, Cowell Building Supplies. Thank you very much. He's gone a thousand pounds for the Aston Villa meet and greet with John McGinn. But again, hospitality. The Aston Villa game of your choice before the end of the season nights in a hotel down there uh, a signed shirt from the man himself I know that's going to go up before the end of the day but great starting bids 01415652468 get your bids in and of course the one that everyone can get involved in because it only costs a fiver plus your text uh, rate win a Mercedes-Benz A-Class by texting car to 84901 they all run till the end of the day and we go back to Pitodri next Action as it happens Yes, it's the Cash for Kids Sports Auction. We'll go live to our auction room for the first time in the not-too-distant future. But let's get things up and running at Pitodre because the teams are coming out. Andrew McLean? Yeah, just watching the Celtic substitutes making their way along the touchline there. Virtually every single one of them had a snood on, so it tells you what type of day it is. But the supporters here, they don't matter. It doesn't matter to them because they've been waiting, I think, impatiently to see their teams back in competitive action. It's been a long five weeks, but... They're in full voice, the Aberdeen fans, especially the ones uh, behind the goal to my right, the Celtic fans over to my left, both of them making a lot of noise, and they'll be really interested to see how their teams come back after this five-week saw. The teams have been on their travels, they played friendly matches, but this is what we all want to see, and it's you know a, a competitive fixture between two really good sides. Both starting lineups look really strong as well. Celtic will be delighted that Callum McGregor, who's leading the team onto the pitch at the moment, that he's back. That'll also allow Matt O'Reilly a bit more freedom again. Carol Starfelt's back to full fitness too after an in injury-disrupted season. Jota, we saw him as well just before the World Cup break. He had a strong return from injury, so he'll be raring to get going. And we'll see if Cameron Carter-Vickers, Maida, Moy, if they're better off for their World Cup experiences as well. Aberdeen, they've made just the one change. It's Liam Scales who's dropped out. Of course, he's on loan from Celtic, so he can't play against them. Jack McKenzie has come in to replace him. He's more of a fullback, doesn't look as comfortable in that sort of wide left centre-back role, so we'll see if that's something that Celtic will potentially look to exploit today. But Aberdeen do have goals. You talked about it. 
just before the break Miowski he's the joint top goal scorer in the Premiership 11 goals alongside Antonio Cholak and then Duke he's got 6 top flight goals himself this season Leighton Clarkson we've seen him score goals from midfield as well so they'll be hoping that they can cause Celtic problems but we've seen what Celtic are like in full flow as well and they'll feel that if they can come here to Petaudry and pick up where they left off that they'll leave here with all three points I'll give you the starting lineups as the teams break off after handshakes Kellerus in goal for Aberdeen in the back three Ross McCrory Anthony Stewart and Jack McKenzie Matty Kennedy and Hayden Coulson are the fullbacks for them the midfield three Elber Ramadani Connor Barron and Leighton Clarkson and the strike force of Duke and Miowski if uh, Jim Goodwin wants to turn to the bench. He's got Lewis, Morris, Basoyan, Hayes, Duncan, Richardson, Babbage, Marshall and Ramirez. As for Celtic, well, it's Joe Hart in goal for them. The back four, Anthony Ralston, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carol Starfelt and Greg Taylor. The midfield three, Captain Callum McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Rayo Hatati, Jota, Dyson Maida and Kyogo. The front three, the substitutes, Segrist, Jens, Giacomakis, Abada, Moy, Turnbull, Bernabe, Forrest and Lawal. The referee for this one, Stephen McLean. The VAR is Kevin Clancy. The Celtic players have broken out from their huddle and we are just about to get underway here at Pataudry. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Trade accounts available now. Call them today. Come on then, Hugh Keevans. We've missed your hopeless predictions for the last few weeks. How's this one going to go? Aberdeen 1, Celtic 2. Mark Wilson. Aberdeen 1, Celtic 3. Gordon DL. 2 0, Celtic. There we are. We will find out between now and just after 2 o'clock. Strap yourselves in because not only do we have Aberdeen against Celtic, we've got some big games at 3 o'clock and it's the Cash for Kids Sports Auction sponsored by Central Car Auctions today as well. So there is so much to get through. Undeniably the busiest and perhaps one of the most important shows. Of our season We'll go live to the auction room In just a second Let's just let this one settle in uh, In case we get any Extremely early drama Some early touches of the ball For the returning Celtic captain Callum McGregor Gordon Yeah and I think everyone Concerned with Celtic Is delighted to see him back Especially after his injury Gordon He's a big big player Quality player Captain as well Leader Brings so much to the team Mark highlighted it they, they didn't really miss him because some of the football, but look, you want your best players in the team as soon as you can, and he certainly fits into that bracket. Early attack for Celtic, patient stuff beginning from Callum McGregor, then swept into the box by Maida and just cut out. So, as you would expect, Celtic trying to start a to- uh, set a tone, Hugh, and, and go out quickly. And doing it impressively, uh, but the final ball wasn't good enough and it was cleared. Uh, on a fashion note, you can tell. The Glasgow boys in the team. There's you got Anthony Ralston, short sleeve shirt, no gloves. The rest of them, gloves all over the place. But the Glasgow boys know how to do it. How how are you? You got your perma grips on this morning from Timpsons because yeah. that car park. I thought we were in. Oh, terrible! I thought we were in East Kilbride Shopping Centre at the mm, the ice rink yeah. when I was coming in. I was worried for myself, obviously, but then for. You know, our elderly panellists yeah. like Gordon D. Allen and you. Hugh Evans. Uh Well, I had uh, I ordered a son-in-law to bring the car round to the front uh, so that I could come out majestically. And you have swapped the shoes, haven't you? I noticed I that. Have, yes, yes. Um, how are you? Because you, of course, are waiting on the big knee, knee operation as yeah. well. Everything okay? Yeah, it's going through uh, just after January, but I was a bit concerned because I've got to still protect the hip, Gordon. My handicap's down. I can't let that go. Oh, jeez. 
honestly. I saw Mark Wilson get dropped off right at the door as well. Oh, as Absolutely well? Yeah. fever. Yeah. Did you? And then I walked in with a car key in my pocket, so the good lady can they drive away. Had to, had to keep, well, had to skate back out and give her up. Listen, right. she'll she'll not be bothered about. It. She's running about with Tom Cruise. She's not interested. No, in the Richard, top. Richard, oh, Richard, do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> call me Tom Cruise Listen, if you want. We'll get back to that later in the show. And I've actually, I want to get back to your knee operation as well because I've got a special request. But we'll, we'll deal with that later on. It's Aberdeen nil, Celtic nil, two and a half on the clock. Celtic knocking at the door. Aberdeen sitting deep for now and trying to stay. In a shape, we will bring you any goals or any major action when it happens. But let's, for the first time this afternoon, go to our auction room, Central Car Auction, sponsoring our Cash for Kids sports auction today. And we can speak to Cassie, who's going to give you an update on where the bids are and a recap of those all-day prizes. Take it away, Cassie. Good afternoon, lads. Can I just start by asking how you all are? Well, Mark Wilson's on day three of a four-day Christmas party bender, so he better not answer. (laughs) Please drink responsibly. You're fine, though. I've not, I've not had a drink since August. Okay. I had a grandchild at six o'clock this morning saying, Papa, can I get the portal? <laughs> how, how am I supposed to deal with this, Cass? Six o'clock in the morning. Six, six a.m., that's usual for me, Hugh. I'm, oh. up, I'm up way earlier than that for the breakfast show. Well, that is true, but listen, enough about that wee show that you do during the week. This is, this is the main event of your week. Don't forget that. So don't, don't pass this opportunity up. Tell us what the auction is looking like so far. Okay, all roads that lead to Hamden donated by John Fleming of Easy Peasy Prizes. Thank you very much. We are currently sitting at £1,250, kindly donated by Alan Jess. And our lot number two, these are the all-day prizes. So these are going to be running all day. Aston Villa package with meet and greet with John McGinn, donated by the man himself, personally has given us this kindly as well. Stuart Shaw from Cowell Building Supplies, and that's sitting at £1,000. So we're looking to come up on those ever so slightly, if you can. That'd be wonderful. Every single penny going straight to Cash for Kids, straight to children right here in our area. So the All Roads lead to Hamden Prize. Just to recap, Superbox Hospitality at Hamden for both Scottish finals of the season, League Cup final and Scottish Cup final. And that Aston Villa package with meet and greets with John McGinn is, uh, is massive. Two nights accommodation in a four-star hotel. Don't let it put you off that it's 105, right? I have had a wee look. It looks absolutely stunning. Two VIP box tickets to a game of your choice at Villa Park before the end of the season, including food and drinks, pre-match, half-time and full-time. You get a signed match day shirt as well by John and a meet and greet. So basically get to sit with a guy, have a wee chat, you know, all those burning questions you wanted to ask, you can do it there. and You can do it whilst you're a wee bit tanked up as well <laughs> if you've had a wee drink. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, please ring responsibly. Come on, this is a family show. I know it's Christmas time. Thanks to Cassie. Remember, those prizes are running all day. You can bid for them on 01415652468. I am eternally grateful, believe me. I don't mean to, to sound ungrateful to Alan Jess and Stuart Shaw who've put those opening bids in, but I think those are stunning prizes for the football fans out there. Hospitality for two for both the cup finals this season. Just think about that could mean like I say you could be witnessing history it could be part of a treble it could be Michael Beale's first and second whatever pieces of silverware as Rangers manager it could be genuinely the standout day of your footballing life if you're a Motherwell fan or St Mirren or Ross County or whatever it may be so get your bids in for that and talk about that special sort of money can't buy idea a meet and greet with John McGinn a signed shirt the nights in the hotel and the hospitality to the Aston Villa game of your choice between now and the end of the season. So great opening bids from Alan and Stuart, but I think we can do more. 01415652468, running until the end of the show, those prizes. Uh, and of course, it's all for the children. You don't need me 
to remind you, and the third one that runs all day, it's the car, a brand new Mercedes-Benz A-Class for the cost of a £5 donation to Cash for Kids plus your standard network rate message. That's the one everyone can get involved in. I'm going to keep repeating it because I don't want people to to sort of miss that idea. I am, I've listened to this my whole life and I know that not everyone can get involved in bidding thousands of pounds because life is tough for a lot of people. But for a fiver to cash for kids, you could be driving away in a brand new Merc. Just think how Christmas might be. You'd be very popular going and dropping off all the presents uh, in that. So... Make sure you get your texts in before 6 o'clock. Text CAR to 84901 on that one. How's things, uh, how are things settling in at, at Pataudry, Hugh Keevans? Well, Celtic are playing exceptionally well up until they get a look at the goalkeeper's eyes and the final ball uh, has been very disappointing. Um, but they're doing a fair impersonation of a team who are pretending that a five-week absence from league football ever happened. What we can see already, seven minutes, Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson is extremely clear. Aberdeen are fine. They're, mm-hmm. they're okay to let Celtic come into that defensive third of Aberdeen and then they're going to look to win it and break quickly because they've done it a couple of times. Yeah, they're looking to play in the counter-attack. Uh, it's opposite. When Aberdeen get the ball at the back, Celtic are trying to make them kick it onto Carter Vickers and Starfield and then pick up the second balls. Uh, look, you're at home You're playing against Celtic I think Celtic look sharp on the ball just now I know it's early But they look like they've really picked off from where they left off With the sharp, the movement, Hatati, the ball retention I just think they're looking really good, Gordon The most important thing for this game this afternoon for me is The first goal has got to be so, so important Celtic get it I just don't see Aberdeen Because they would need to come out then And I think Celtic with the quality But if Aberdeen get it Especially the way they've set up I'll be up to Celtic yeah. to break them down. And to be fair to Aberdeen, Mark, we see a lot of teams sitting against Celtic. That's that's nothing new. Um, but it doesn't look overly negative because they do look to try and at least mount a proper counter attack when they get it. You know, often the, the problem is teams sitting and then they, even if they do nick it back, they, there's they, nowhere to go. They can't yeah. get out. Aberdeen look like the, it, they've worked on this and it looks like to try and use the pace of Duke and others yeah. on the on the break because it, you know Hugh's talking about Celtic not being able to find a path that's tough you can't always thread these immaculate I mean Matt O'Reilly's tried one there and yeah. it goes out of play but that, I mean that happens well when you start with two up top you always give yourself a chance of getting up the pitch it was interesting that first breakaway that Celtic were a wee bit open and I think it might have been Starfield that slowed things down and just allowed his teammates to get back but I've enjoyed this only eight minutes in but the, the tempo of the game's good you know and does right Celtic the way they're knocking the ball a bit you know with We've missed that for five weeks How comfortable these players are In possession The movement Ralston's come in the pitch a few times And it's opened things up for Maeda It's just that final pass They need to get right Yep, ball headed back To Kellerus In the Aberdeen goal Got a, a, a decent shot stopping record this season As the new uh, Aberdeen goalkeeper He's just taking his time He's getting his players up the pitch again You always learn early on Will Aberdeen look to, to play short? The answer is no Because he just launches a, a high kick uh, and Celtic are See I, I, I'm not going to tell Jim Goodwin I'm not going to stand here And tell him how to play against yes, Celtic sure. Right I think that's a I think that's a wrong tactic I really do If if you're going to Aberdeen You're at home And you're being positive Get your two mm. white guys on You've got three at the back Try and build from there All you're doing is Kicking the ball on the car of Vickers Who's heading it And Celtic midfield's picking it up And they're coming at you With the but quality Celtic are so good at pressing that yeah. you put yourself in danger yeah, no, but uh, you, you just take out that uh, press if, and uh, then we were talking about gambling and, and ball retention through the back it is a gamble I get that but I think Jim would rather gamble 
at a halfway line than in his 18 well, yard box. Well, I think I think when you right, okay, and you can put it on Celtic and better players, but when Celtic come up against the top players, i.e. Real Madrid, for instance, right this year, they play for the back. They still have the ability mm. to go and, and try and play out. I'm not saying that you you play out every time, but every time Aberdeen's got the ball just now, they've kicked it up the park. Mm-hmm. They've got to at least try and yeah. try and get out somewhere yeah, and keep possession for me. It's always just a balance, isn't it? Because Celtic are obviously the dominant team and the favourites and the better team. Celtic want Aberdeen to take the ball at the back. They want Maeda to be able to go and press that. So if you're Jim Goodwin, you don't want to give them what they want. It's just cat and mouse, isn't it? So so basically, you'll guarantee just giving them possession this, up the pitch. This is what I'm saying. It's not a ga- none of it's guaranteed either way, but you would surely understand that Jim Goodwin might not fancy the idea of Maeda and Kyogo running at his goalie whilst he's got the ball. At his yeah, I know, but you've got to trust your three guys at the back. You've got to trust your midfield to be brave to go and take the ball. It's modern day football. If you go, t- if you got a team, a Celtic, for instance, were playing no matter who they were playing, and just Joe Hart kept kicking off the pitch, I think the poster called would go off his head. Jim Goodwin's come out and stated. On our day, we're as good. We we fancy ourselves to beat MD at Pitodre. and they can because they've got good quality players. But you ain't going to play beat Celtic just kicking the ball up the park. We'll find out, won't we? Uh, Eleven minutes gone. Celtic have flashed one over. It would have had to be very special from Matt O'Reilly. It was on the angle, uh, and Celtic they look in the mood, Mark. Mm. Round about the box, especially the move it so quickly. Ralston's been involved in a. A few uh, attacks so far But again it's the final pass Maeda's been inside the box Ralston's been inside the box In good crossing positions But just not able to find Kyogo I I, I allow them that 12 minutes into the game Because there has to be some consequence Of being off for 5 weeks uh, And that final ball just is not coming It's bad pass after bad pass With the final ball Do you think it is is this thing anything to do with the break? I look at every time Celtic get it. For seven or eight Aberdeen players, th- you know, on the edge of the box, you just, you just can't always thread it but I think through the eye of a needle all the time. Yeah, like I know, twelve minutes in. Yeah, but they've done it umpteen times now. Well, and it's about twelve minutes gone. Well, yeah, umpteen times in twelve minutes. <laughs> it's uh, and the, the dragged effort from Hatati White. Yeah, the, the, all, I'm, all I'm saying is that Anthony Ralston's been in positions where. The pass just has to be better than he's made the, it. The only thing, Hugh, is I'll defend Aberdeen here for this because when Celtic have got the ball, they're dropping off, there's not a lot of space. It's Same. got to be a terrific ball, yeah. right? And Celtic will probe and probe and probe and they've got Hatati, they've got McGregor, they've got O'Reilly, a Jota comes in, they'll eventually find that pass, but just now for 13 minutes, it's been a disciplined at the back performance. Right, right. now we're ticking along nicely. We're getting some more bids coming in on our all-day prizes. Remember, the two that you have to phone up to bid for is the all roads lead to Hamden. It's hospitality for two at both the League Cup final and the Scottish Cup final. It's a sensational prize, that. Thank you to John Fleming of Easy Peasy Prizes for donating. Now, Willie Thompson, I think from Thompson Dairies, I think he's in charge at the moment with a £2,000 bid. So thank you uh, to Willie. So £1,000 ahead for the two cup finals for the hospitality. I still think Willie's getting himself a good old deal there. We like the, the generosity from Willie. And as it stands, Andrew McCulloch from Andrew McCulloch Joinery, he fancies a bit of that John McGinn prize. And why wouldn't you? Meet and greet, signed shirt, Aston Villa yeah. game of your choice, hospitality, couple of nights in your hotel down there. Unbelievable prize. That's Sounds now- like a good trip, me and you. Well, you bid, I'll go. 
<laughs> That's the way we work here you buy that go Well Mark If you give us £2,655 You will be in front Because it's 2650 At the moment From Andrew McCulloch Joinery So 01415652468 Those two prizes Run until the end of the show Along with the brand new Mercedes-Benz A-Class And all you need to do Is text in for that one That's your texting car To 84901 at the all-day prizes. We've got sort of smaller, if you like, prizes that we'll do later on, um, but they are all brilliant. Celtics cross there is poor. Someone had a good effort, though, whilst Jota, I was looking at the prizes. Yeah. Wonderful save from Kel Roos. Uh, Jota with a trendy new moustache, I noticed. Uh, good save. I think he saw the picture I tweeted of you from 1988. Yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> it's Hugh, it's Hugh Keevens. Hugh uh, is Jota's style icon. Things you never thought you would hear. Yeah, I, I that, loved that's that. More, I that's loved that. More than coincidence, you know. <laughs> you do look very similar. Yeah, yeah, to Jota. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seen that, yep. Pair of specs on Jota, mm-hmm. and that's Hugh yeah, Keevens. Absolutely. Um, it's what a week it's been for the lookalikes when you think about it. But I'm on, I'll revisit yours a bit later on in the show. Please don't. That picture of you was great. Because you know what we figured out, <laughs> Hugh? You are the, you're the same age in that picture as Mark Wilson is now. I know. Wow. That's uh, remarkable. Because you looked about 50, isn't it? <laughs> Sophisticated <laughs> is what he means. Well, it, it, a it man called me, in. What, what year was that? 88. Yeah, everybody in the 80s has yeah. that look about them. And pictures, yeah. they just look older and... Yeah, uh, less healthier. Don't talk nonsense. Really less healthy. Great man. You don't look at my photos at age. <laughs> you look healthier now than no, you're you're that picture. I saw a picture of you at sixteen. The other day, you looked about forty. You look at my wedding <laughs> photos. <laughs> you look at the first one when I was eighteen. The second one when I was twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a belter though. I loved it. Well, a man phoned in from Orange County, California, last night to talk about the moustache. <laughs> so I, I may have to bring it back He was whinging because it was 12 degrees The guy wasn't he As we yeah. stood here in minus 4 Or whatever it was If Jota's got one I may as well have one It a, started <coughs> to heat up a bit I think And that's why everything's melting And that's why burst pipes are happening And that's why it's so icy And everyone's slipping over And that's why there are games called off Or at least that was my attempt At being a, a weatherman I saw Motherwell's chief exec mm. Alan Burrows Tweeting videos this morning of Fir Park Because the gym is underwater uh, there's showers pouring from places that there shouldn't be, and um, they've had to. They've obviously had to postpone that game today. So if if you somehow didn't hear, because that was yesterday, so everyone should know. But do not go to Fir Park. Motherwell St Mirren is off, and Livingston Dundee United was called off this morning as well. A 10:30 pitch inspection. Marvin Bartley, of course, Livy assistant, was in here last night. He said it was 50-50. I had a he had a look in his face which told me it was Ugh, they know. it wasn't 50-50. They know. And uh, that game was was called off this morning as well. Interestingly enough, if you're into this sort of thing, Livy is off, Airdrie is off, Hamilton is off and a few others and what links them? They've mm. all got the artificial surfaces. So even uh, those pitches are not immune once it gets a certain temperature and once the water that sits on top of them freezes. So Unfortunately, that's where we're at today. Oh, there. Duke just showing up. Clean pair of heels to Ralston. This is where the danger is. This is what Jim Goodwin will be yep, looking this for. Is, this is exactly what we said. And he's gone down and he's got a free kick in a perfect shooting position. Duke, it was a great run. He is rapid when he gets going, the Aberdeen winger. And he's twisting and turning. And Car- 
Oh, that's a dive. I, I, do you know some? He's got a terrible reputation. This guy for that. Yeah, I but watched him I in Livingston. As why well. he went down? I did look each easy. Other. We looked at each other and went, "Why has he went down so wow. easy?" Because I thought he was actually in a good position now, to just come to, in and get a shot. Just off. in the anticipation for any drama. Remember, if this goes in, VAR will not rule it out because the attacking phase of play begins when the free kick is taken, not when the free kick is awarded. That's a standard. Hmm. Procedure for VAR um, So if this but goes in I mean The referee has a good vantage point yeah. A vantage He's standing right next to you yeah, yeah And he's looking at that Now there is no Physical contact Whatsoever well, That's what I was going to say there, there might be There might be a, a touch On Carter Vickers shin But there's a bit of a delayed reaction If there he is moves, He moves Dick. forward And then throws himself down um, And by the way Leighton Clarkson On loan from Liverpool Has got a sweet Set piece delivery He's scored some Stunning goals Since he's come to Aberdeen well, I'd be I'd be very angry if I was Celtic manager. This because in the top over no, the bar. No. Don't worry about that. Steve McLean is one of the poorest referees in the country, uh, and well, I stand by that because I've just witnessed another shocking decision made by him. There is no physical contact whatsoever. As Gordon Dale said, he's standing right beside it. Now, no wonder Celtic supporters get paranoid about this stuff. As I say, there is no global conspiracy. Any team that's got a quadruple treble can't have a conspiracy going against them. But these decisions are laughable. I don't know if it's in, maybe just Carter Vickers is a, a quieter type. He didn't actually look that angry, which surprised me. But yeah. there we are. Um, anyway, look, it was a free kick outside the box and they didn't score from it. We've got enough genuine drama on our hands without manufacturing any more. So let's uh, wait and see as Celtic do come forward and try and find that opener we can only go on the first 20 minutes mark it's a small sample if we were being particularly microscopic then had Celtic dropped out of it for a couple of minutes there in, in terms of compared to the way they started the game yeah probably uh, but I think that's down to Aberdeen actually they started stringing a few passes together at the back like Daz had, had said and they actually got you know to Celtic's back line and Duke when you've got a player like Duke in, in the pace you've always got a chance of breaking Away Chance Celtic Oh it's oh, a brilliant save From Kelarus In the Aberdeen goal What a save that is Got down very quickly A really strong hand Brilliant reaction And it keeps The score line level Because Rayo Hatati Thought he had found The bottom corner Through a ruck of bodies Do you know what's great About that save It comes through The juicy gone oh. Comes through bodies He sees it late Look at is it, It's a Jack McKenzie Roos doesn't see that Until it's about two yards in front of him. Brilliant. That is a top, top class save. Hatati must think, I've opened the scoring here. This is going in. This is oh, going that's a great save. This he is actually does well with his feet as well. So when he stops it with his hand, it kind of rebounds out, but he manages just to scoop it away with his foot because I think it's Maeda that's in about the area as well. Terrific save. Best opportunity of the game so far. Do you yep. know if you're Aberdeen or anyone else coming up against a Celtic or the likes, you probably are going to need your keeper to have one or two moments like that without doubt and he's had two moments he's had the save from Jota which was excellent and now from Rio Hatati uh, Celtic continuing to utterly dominate the match uh, 21 minutes in uh, as I say they are playing like a team who haven't had a five week break but they're still looking for the killer touch yeah I agree Hugh um, I think that Posta Cogler will be looking at this and think yeah, I'm happy with the way it's went about. Um, 
yes, you can pick holes in it by saying that final pass in the final third. But look at how many red jerseys are back there. Yeah. It's very hard to find space. Aberdeen have five across the box. Then is it three in front of that? So pretty tough mark to guarantee that you you find a hole there. Well, Aberdeen are quite clearly allowing Celtic to play in the wide areas and flooding the box. You just seen it there with Coulson just backed off Maeda and wanted to defend his box rather than going out and engaging with him. And what that does, obviously, that restricts the gaps. Uh, and Celtic find it difficult. Once again, they've been in the final third plenty of times, but it's finding that pass. It's, it's ever so hard at the minute for Celtic. That one's zipped in by Jota mm. and Hatati has it and then back out to Taylor. So they're, they're being... Patient, but look at that box, Gordon DL Aberdeen. Well drilled, the distances are good, as they say, and yeah. um, it's it, that is going to be tough to find a way through. It's going to be tough, Gordon. But I think, as Hatati tries to stand one up to back post, there, I think if you're going to play that tactic against Celtic, they'll eventually, with the quality, find their way, mm. right? They'll keep probing and probing, probing. I watched Aberdeen attacking there once again, long ball, two guys up top, the midfield. When Celtic got the ball, was 35 yards, 40 yards away from the front two. So they're basically mm-hmm. sitting in and saying to the front two, go but and do as you turn. Though, but, but they're not only doing that, they are trying to do the traditional counter-attack. Because three times Dukes ran up the pitch and then yeah, that's but, where he won the free kick. But what I'm saying is that they're isolating the two lads up front, Duke and uh, Majoski, right? I think what they're doing is the minute the ball goes up there, they're dropping off. Have a look at the, the distance between the front men in midfield Aberdeen. They're just throwing them off, and that's why Celtic are finding it hard. But once again, I'll go back to it. You've got Hatate, O'Reilly, Jota, McGregor, guys like that, that will eventually move you out of position and find that killer pass. But you said, if you're going to get a result against Celtic, your goalkeeper's got to be in good form. Oh, and that might be why Aberdeen aren't comfortable playing it about at the back, but I think they've got the decision. Is that when Celtic's? I think that's yeah. Yeah, Celtic's yeah, it was a free kick against Hatate, yeah. No, it's gone Celtic's way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, oh, four, sorry. I, the foul was against Hatati, that's what yeah, I'm trying to say. It looked like Hatati had fouled. Ramadani. Was it Ramadani on the ball? No, he won the ball and then he fouled. And then, yeah. Well, anyway, Ramadani did dilly dally for sure. Oh, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit of six of one and half a dozen of the other. He's the poorest referee in the country. <laughs> and now he's been hopeless for both teams. That's a foul for Aberdeen. But he's given it to Celtic. Um. Sorry to Steve Strange McLean's family yeah, and, and every other referee sitting there going That's me off a hook I'm the second worst Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter uh, so I think- mean, the, the, This is top class football This is a championship mm-hmm. at stake Referees have got the, the big calls right uh, They're now, not big calls no, Three no, kicks, I 40 know. yards yeah, out Yeah, exactly That's my point The big calls you really hope and pray for But the little ones like that And the, the, the foul on Duke Or the non-foul on Duke I mean, can they see nothing? Uh, let's wait a little bit in case we do get any proper uh, drama in that department later on which we've not had yet Celtic have won a corner Maeda fresh from the World Cup never needs much of a rest that guy does he? Yeah, yeah. by the way I've got to say he had a a good World Cup didn't he? he he must be brimming with confidence but once again Celtic were trying to probe their nine Aberdeen players in the box nine Um, ball goes all the way back to Joe Hart whilst there's a mini lull in this game 25 minutes gone let's go back to our auction room if we can check in with Cassie uh, up there to see if we've had some any bids coming in on our all day prizes Cassie 
Yes, can I just uh, address the elephant in the room first, please? I didn't get to the um, Mercedes-Benz A-Class the last time we were chatting. However, I wanted to talk about the really rough advert that you guys filmed for this, you and Mark Wilson, Gordon. Mm. It was like something from Channel 5. I can't work out if it was like something from Channel 5 or Top Gear when they brought in Paddy McGuinness. All right, Kate Winslet. Sat in the ear. When did, did you become so, when did you become an expert actress? I know, but guys, you're meant to be selling it. You know what I mean? Come I, on, I we're all part of the same well. team here. Do you and not I was think count- the double wink was good at the end for no, months? No, no, terrible. Put an extra one in, just. Slight, money, slightly actually. creepy. The more the merrier. You don't wink at the end of a, ca- a car advert, do you? Oh, yes, you do. Do you ever see the professionals doing you, that? You no. do when the producer tells you to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can <laughs> reveal he was, under, um, he was under strict instructions. Immense anyway. pressure. I was under to do it. That much pressure. I did it twice, right. just how, in case I missed it. How are the bids looking, Cassie? I've seen a bit of movement. Yes, there has been movement. All roads lead to Hamden, donated by John Fleming of Easy Peasy Prizes. We've got Billy Steen who is currently um, bidding £2,500 for that. And that's from Steen Electrical and Mechanical Solutions. Thank you very much, Billy. Also, the Aston Villa package with Meet and Greet with John McGinn, donated by the man himself, Andrew McCulloch, has come in at £2,650. We would obviously like more money, and we're very grateful for those bids, but the whole purpose and the whole reason that we're here today is to raise as much money as we can for cash for kids. So we'd love to come up on those bids. And let's just recap the car as well whilst I'm here so you can win a brand new Mercedes-Benz A-Class donated by Arnold Clark. Just don't go and watch the advert on the Clyde One Instagram of the boys inside it. You can just imagine what it looks like if you've ever been by the showroom and you've had a look and went actually that car, I would love that, the dream car. This is thanks to Arnold Clark. Got a brand new one to be won. You'll be feeling at top of the ranks after winning this brand new car. It is an A200, hope I'm saying that right, AMG line hatchback. It's very popular, it's very distinguished and all you have to do to win that is text CAR to 84901. The text costs one standard network rate message plus a voluntary £5 donation. 100% of that is coming straight to cash for kids. So you can cancel your donation by applying cancel within 60 minutes if you like, but you don't want to do that. You want to maybe donate the £5 and that's you. Done your bit for the charity, giving over £5. Brilliant, looking forward to seeing how those ones end up. Remember, if you want to bid for the All Roads Lead to Hamden or the Aston Villa package with a meet and greet with John McGinn, you have to call to bid for them. 01415652468. They do run all day, but you might as well get in and try and get yourself a bit of a lead. I think we've got some really generous bids in already from Billy Steen and Andrew McCulloch, but they're outstanding prizes and I think we can get more for them. Remember, All Roads Lead to Hamden hospitality for two for the Scottish Cup final and the League Cup final it is an unbelievable prize you'll be treated like football royalty on the day and then the McGinn one is brilliant honestly I'd I'd love to win that myself I must admit I don't know if I could outbid Andrew McCulloch unfortunately uh, but you're getting a meet and greet with John McGinn the sign Villa Sharp the Villa game of your choice hospitality before during and after they're even putting you up uh, down there um, around the time of whatever game you choose it's a brilliant prize uh, and it's sitting at 2650 at the moment. We can do more. 01415652468. It's for the children, remember. One in two children right here in this city and surrounding areas living in poverty at the moment in some parts of it. Outrageous. So let's see if we can make a bit of a difference this afternoon. Uh, Celtic are still pressing. And oh, and Aberdeen might be in though. And Duke goes down again. Uh, not convinced Stephen McLean this time. Good cover from Anthony Ralston there. Shaky. Uh, to give the ball away in the first place by Celtic but uh, Ralston did well 
if you're and Postacoglu we're half an hour in now you're frustrated because the play has been good uh, the goalkeeper has had two terrific saves um, but Celtic with 80% possession in the game really ought to be in front by this stage he's a performance guy though isn't he Gordon he'll, he'll probably be pretty pleased with the performance and hope that the, the final pass that Hugh's talking about comes and in fact it has on one or two occasions but then it's the <laughs> shot that's obviously not been yeah I, I think he'll be pleased Gordon I think he, obviously with a five week break you're thinking right how's your team going to start are they going to get back to you know being quick sharp moving that ball about um, I think they've been excellent the only thing that's been missing from the performance in the first 30 minutes is a goal and I do th- I think if it, the game keeps up to this pattern I think that goal will come because I just think Celtic will get too much quality. You look at the other end, Joe Hart hardly had a touch of the ball. I'd like to see them have a go for outside the box. I think, see, when you've got O'Reilly and Hatati and McGregor, Jota, guys who can hit the target from 20, 25 yards out, I think Mm. if you start having a go, it will entice Aberdeen players to come out and close you down. And that's where the gaps will appear and you can slip one into Kyogo or Maeda. Carter Vickers has been penalised for a foul in the Aberdeen um, box when Celtic had that free kick. Now, he was having his shirt pulled as well. Mm. Um, and that's one of them that, you know, nowadays when you see the shirt being pulled, sometimes anything's possible. Uh, but I suppose, Gordon, I don't know, maybe they didn't think that it did enough to put Carter Vickers off or something along those lines. I remember that excuse being, or that reason being used. Um, was it when Ricky Lamy again mm. in one of the games earlier this season? They, they try and say that not every shot pulls a foul, but yeah. then it doesn't look great. Yeah, we all complain about it, especially at set plays, corners, and that. But Steve McLean felt that Carter Vickers uh, should be penalised with a free kick, Gordon, and it gives Aberdeen a chance to try and get up the pitch. And they're just, for me, Aberdeen are just looking for that forward ball too quick. Everything, the minute they get it, it's bang forward. Lyovsky and Duke, they're running about. Okay, Duke's more throwing his on the ground. But once again, I'd look at the screen there with the two centre forwards and the midfield and the defence. It's like they've worked in this in training for four or five weeks. Celtic have had 10 shots at goal already, but not found the target too often and certainly not found the back of the net. If you're Jim Goodwin, you might be delighted with this because it is kind of what you had in mind. Yes, you're probably giving Celtic a few too many looks. But it's goalless after 32 minutes And only that one real good Or two good saves you would say from Kellerus Well, yeah. Jim Goodwin's in the, the business Of accumulating points for Aberdeen And if he gets one or all three today Then he's delighted But he would take one right now uh, His goalkeeper's done very well for him uh, the, the shape has been good And Celtic, you feel are cranking up and cranking up and the, the, the opening goal's got to come but 32 minutes in still waiting will Jim, will Jim have the game plan of right okay and Jim's come out and stated that he feels that Celtic are the best team in the country um, would his game plan be right okay let's just keep in uh, keeping the game up to half time let's go for the first 15 minutes after that then start to try and get on the forward foot because they've really offered nothing um, they've been very negative in my point of view But it might be that game plan to keep you selling the, the game as long as you possibly can And then nick something Because you cannot And I don't care if you're playing Celtic or not You're Aberdeen Aberdeen fans 
expect a lot more from their team, especially at home, to go and at least try and win the game. You cannot come out there for 90 minutes and think, we'll just put everybody behind the ball, try and hit the counter-attack, nil-nil, or whatever it may be, we're happy with that. I think Jim must have a game plan set up, especially but the way to they're be honest, they're, they're not putting everybody behind the ball, they're actually keeping two up. The guys, I think he's back five in the midfield in front of him, doing a great job. Well, they're defending uh, with nine. Right, that's what they're defending with. They're defending with nine players, Mark. The two are getting isolated up the pitch to see if they can hit in the counter-attack. One of them nine's a goalie. Exactly, so he's an Aberdeen player's a goalie. What's a goalkeeper supposed to do? You want him to be up? But hold on, seeing the ball comes in the ball, he's a defender then, isn't he? He can come out and take it with his hands, he can can kick it, he's still a part of Aberdeen team. Get him involved in the set pieces. You're painting a picture of Aberdeen are. But Aberdeen are getting everybody behind the ball There's Callum McGregor shooting think... from outside the box And that, that is always where it's tough Mark Because you, and I can see people on Twitter And it's understandable, so why not you know, Take some more shots from outside the box the, the reality is, factually They are low percentage shots I know everyone thinks, and they are Yes, Callum McGregor's capable of finding the top corner So is Matt O'Reilly The stats just tell you that shooting from there it is low percentage. Of course, but like I said there, if you try it a couple of times, it may just draw entice out draw well. Aberdeen yeah, yeah. out and you're playing behind them. we just seen Ralston moments ago try to draw out Coulson. They almost slipped one inside them. It was just overhit. That's what Celtic are looking for. But it's all too congested at the minute. They need to draw them out somehow. Where you would say Aberdeen are positive, you look at the, the front three Celtic. That's very well played from Aberdeen. What a, touch, was very well. what, what a pass from Kellerus to McCrory, who takes a great touch. Uh, mm. But the pass isn't as good to Miofsky and it allows Starfelt to just go back to Joe Hart. And he goes long, which you don't see very often. Well, no. He's a danger if the ball's at his feet for too long. So the sooner he gets rid of it, the better. Where I'll, where I'll compliment Aberdeen here in this, the way they're playing is Celtic's front three, apart from Jota, when he came in on our right foot, had a shot. You know, mm. Maeda's not really had much space to run in. Kyogo's been Kyogo's very quiet, yeah. quiet. You know, so uh, Jim will be delighted with that aspect of the game, no doubt. It does look disciplined, Mark, because sometimes when you see teams sitting, you think they're just hoping for the best. I know Aberdeen are sitting in, in an, to an extent, but it does, it looks proper drilled, doesn't it? Yeah. It looks. But they're putting a bit of thought into it I, I just think Coulson there at that left hand side you can quite clearly see he's allowing that ball to go to Maeda but still staying compact and in touch with Mackenzie who's inside him you know they don't leave any gaps so even if Maeda does get mm-hmm. by him Mackenzie's right there you know the next one in so they have worked on it they've had a lot of time to work on it Celtic win a corner but Kellerus comes and gets it Neither team's particularly big, but I think, you know, Celtic, Mark, when you look through that Celtic team, apart from the two centre-backs, the rest are particularly small. Matt O'Reilly's fine, he's okay, but did he not take the corner? Yeah. Um, Anthony Ralston's good in there, but... Even Carter Vickers, one of your bigger ones, isn't particularly tall, you know, he's he's certainly got plenty of strength. Starfield, okay, but the rest, yeah, small side... And uh, they continually just keep trying to put the corners in. I think uh, I thought they might try to take one or two short and try and move Aberdeen that way, but now they're putting every everything on top of the goalkeeper, but nothing nothing happening as of yet. This is like an attack v defence training drill. <laughs> Celtic trying to break it down and that's kinda of what they need. You need Jota to go and eliminate somebody or go past him and he's he's not really done it. He's, he's sort See, of checked back a few yeah. times and, and found a pass. If I was Ange Postacoglu, I think I'd be telling Cal McGregor and O'Reilly, get the ball to Jota more than Maeda because he's up against Matt Kennedy who 
listen, he's not he's a defender. Yeah. He's also a better dribbler than Maeda is yeah. in terms yeah. of trickery. So, but he, he seems a bit starved. And Celtic into the box. Oh, it's a good block, good though. Ball. Uh, Anthony Stewart. Here comes Greg Taylor. And that's blocked as well. Uh, it's hard to shoot through eight bodies sometimes, you can. Yeah. I mean, the fans will complain parking the box. In the so. box again, Celtic. Uh, but it looks like Aberdeen might have snuffed it out for now. But uh, the thing is, you. I don't see this as part of the bus. There is good defending. There is. You are allowed to make it no. difficult for teams to play through. No, I, I was not going to be critical of Aberdeen there and perfectly entitled to approach the game however they wish. Uh, but it, it's working. The, the, that red wall is working. Celtic just keep hammering the ball off the red wall. Let's see if we can do more on these two prizes, by the way. I know they've got all day to run, but. Let's make some headway early on. All roads lead to Hamden. It's VIP hospitality for two for both cup finals. That's a ridiculous price. It's sitting at 2,500 at the moment. Uh, and thank you. Uh, hold on, we've got a shot edge of the box. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Takes about four deflections, pinball and through to Kellerus. Uh, Billy Steen, thank you. Steen Electrical and Mechanical Solutions. That one's 2,500 uh, at the moment. I do think for the children... And when you consider that that's two cup finals for two people with the hospitality, I think we can push that uh, that bid up. So let's do it. And the Aston Villa one as well. This is like, for maybe a young football fan in your life, or an older football fan for that matter, especially if you're a big Scotland fan or a big Hibs fan or a big John McGinn fan, this is like once in a lifetime stuff. A meet and greet, a signed shirt, hospitality tickets to a Villa game of your choice, put I, up overnight. I think I should get that one really. I mean, mentioned John McGinn quite a lot. You can yeah, for yeah. two thousand seven hundred or more pounds. Uh, thank you to Andrew McCulloch for <laughs> his face. He's a wee bit whiter. Thanks to Andrew McCulloch <laughs> at the moment. But let's see if we can get those up. Oh one four one five six five two four six eight. Running all day. Nice move, Aberdeen. Now, uh, you can, by the way, you can see more info if you're not listening to me. And some people don't. You know, they might switch off. Go to at Clyde SSB on Twitter. You can see the. The details written down for you. And as always, thanks to Central Car Auctions who are sponsoring the Cash for Kids Sports Auction this afternoon. Aberdeen get up the pitch, but well, next to nothing comes of it. And uh, Celtic go back up the other end. Well, this is where they. I think they've got to be quicker, Celtic, there. So Greg Taylor travelling with the ball, just get it out to Jota and allow him mm-hmm. to go at Kennedy because he breezed by him moments ago. It's funny because Aberdeen looked like they. They were about to be stretched, Mark. But then I looked at that. It was Taylor Good and Jota, quicker. and there was three Aberdeen players there. Yeah. Even though it looked stretched initially, they're they're working very hard to get back in. I was going to say that the work rate that Barron and Clarkson in that midfield area and the two wing backs are putting in Ramadani's just sitting there and controlling it. You know, a huge effort from them to get to this stage because they are leaving two up. So it's not as if Duke or Miofsky are dropping in to make it particularly hard. And there we are. Sometimes you get the percentage up the pitch because Starfelt's header falls straight to Duke and then Aberdeen can try and build something in the final third. We've not seen any of Matty Kennedy attacking, but here he goes, step-overs, and well dealt with in the end by Greg Taylor. And even a wee nutmeg just to round it off and Celtic have a throw down in that corner where the Celtic fans sit. Well, it'll be nil-nil at half-time, so uh, Ange may have to go back to the drawing board, I think. Maybe it's a Giacomacchus day. Uh, you need to come up with something because this is repetition. Uh, the red wall is winning at the moment. I, I I totally agree. I think the red wall is winning the way the, the, way the game's planned out, Hugh, but I don't think he'll be looking just now, even if, look, there's still five minutes to half-time, plus added time, but I don't think he'll be too... 
you know, this happy with the way that Celtic went about yeah. their business. It's difficult. What the what's needed today for Celtic, and they're certainly uh, getting tried with it, is patience. They need to be patient. They need to just look for that one lapse of concentration from an Aberdeen player that gets them in. Uh, and the touch has to be better there if you're playing that type of football that's fired into Kyogo. He tries to touch it first time, but it's a bit heavy. Then Aberdeen draw the foul, and you wouldn't expect them to be in any great hurry to take it because that's not what you want when you play Celtic, Mark. You mm. want to be slowing it down. Yeah, and allowing your your bigger players to get up because there's only one place that this will go, and that's up to Miofsky or Duke and they can try and mount an attack for there, but just that, that pass for Callum McGregor there, that's what you miss when he's at the team, you know, that just that zip straight into the striker's feet, and Kyogo, usually his touch is brilliant, disappoints, but I don't, I don't think Ange Postacoglu will be disappointed either, I obviously he'd want to go in ahead, but I think Celtic have moved the ball well, it's just the, the final pass, and the final third that's letting them down a wee bit. they need to guard against would be that surprise bloody nose because right at the end of the half there's a throw into Aberdeen and they're going to go for a direct approach Ross McCrory's in there Anthony Stewart's in there Hayden Coulson is drying the ball at length mm, uh, she's going right in the mixer is the on it and it's Uh-oh. you can see again that's one that's been worked on Anthony Stewart goes front post and tries to get the flick um, just about misses it but he stays up and um no. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, searching for oh, that. Keeper oh. struggled. Yeah, it comes and misses. It was actually a, a bad cross that turned into a good one, if that can make any sense, because it was very high um, and it meant it caused a bit of indecision for Joe Hart. I he think when you see goalkeepers searching and running yeah, it, he didn't they look always make a mess of things like that. I could hear him from here shouting, Keepers away. <laughs> keepers away. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. There. He loves that shout, doesn't he? I love, like it. I, love it. I think goalkeepers <laughs> all around the country do that. You yeah. know, they come out there thinking, I'm going to get this, and then they think, Oh no, that's a bad <laughs> Keepers away. <laughs> I think that was a, an 80s shout. I don't know well, if that's that anymore. Yeah. I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> when they're struggling <laughs> and they can't get out yeah. I would just that was a what, perfect example that was good pace that from Starfield I thought Miofsky was maybe um, was maybe favourite to go and get it but it was very impressive uh, from Starfield just to put on the afterburners and nick it away go back to Joe Hart and start again I think I think one thing Jim Goodwin will be disappointed with is when they get in the final third and have a go at Celtic Matty Kennedy a it's couple of times Coulson on the other side poor balls into the box oh. just like that from Ralston but Jota's kept it alive I don't know why Anthony Ralston took the pitching wedge out there Gordon yeah, it's just that he just needed punched <coughs> into the box I, I, I think you're doing him a disservice I thought it was a 64 love wedge um, yeah I, do you know something he's not got a lot to hit so he stands one right up at the back post Jota obviously was thinking it was going to get in middle he's made his run but they still um, it was still a cross oh, in the boxes wow don't know what he was doing there right enough Celtic I've had a few of them in my time <laughs> yeah. I think he had the driver out with that Celtic one Celtic have got themselves in a bit of a, a mess here um, Maeda's coming back to try and clean up but Duke still has it down he goes again doesn't win any free kick this time I mean I've he, never falls, seen he, he falls terrible. the same way doesn't matter what contact there is if it's a shirt pull if it's a kick in his shin he seems just to fall all the time face first and mm. looks at the ref every time he needs to get that out of his game yeah I remember watching him at Livingston and he he, he went down at the warm up I've never uh, he needs to you're right because he has got good ability Mark and he's a threat and he's got good pace as he showed when he went 
uh, showed uh, Ralston a clean pair of heels, but he's got to get that bit Something out. Something Half time. Half time already. No additional time whatsoever, Andrew McLean. No, none at all. And the half-time score is Aberdeen nil, Celtic nil. Aberdeen standing firm so far against the Celtic side, who have been lively but not quite efficient in this game so far. The first effort came from Jota, cutting in on his right. He got the shot away, but it was beaten away by the diving Keller Roos. Aberdeen's first effort came from a Leighton Clarkson free kick. It was good work by Duke in the build-up to get up the park. He did go down very easily to win the free kick. And that one went over the bar from Clarkson. Roos then had to make a wonderful save to deny Rayo Hatati's shot on the turn. He saw it late, he got down, he then swung his foot round as well as the ball was rolling back into the six-yard box and cleared the danger too. But Aberdeen just not allowing Celtic space in their box, so Celtic finding it hard to get that final pass away or get the shot away at times hasn't been the easiest for them, despite having almost all of the ball in this half so far. Ange Postacoglu's side continued to push, couldn't find that goal. Aberdeen have threatened a couple of times on the break to try and create something on the counter but they haven't managed it properly so far so the half time score here at Pataudry is Aberdeen nil, Celtic nil. Would you sum that one up Mark Wilson? Um, bit frustrating from a Celtic point of view in the final third but I think they've moved the ball about quite well got themselves into decent areas but just can't find that final pass to, to get the breakthrough if you're Aberdeen I guess Jim Goodwin would be happy disappointed with his own team in the final third game's in the balance um you know, but Celtic really need to find a breakthrough and I might go back to Hugh's point it might be a day for Giacomakis to come on and just mix things up a bit in this second half If you do the same thing over and over and over again uh, and expect something to change then mm. that's not what happens Ange Postecoglou mm. may have to go back to the drawing board think about Giacomakis Kyogo by his own very high standards is having quiet afternoon mm. Uh, and you, you just get the impression that this will go on and on and on and on and on. Uh, and it will either finish goalless or your fear is Aberdeen get a break at the other end. There is, of course, an alternative, Gordon, where Ange Postacoglu says, OK, but Aberdeen won't block every shot and, and Kellerus <laughs> won't save every shot mm-hmm. because although it hasn't worked for 45, we've got another 45 to do it. 100%. I don't think they'll be making changes just now, Gordon. I think Postacoglu will be a bit frustrated, but he'll be delighted with the way Celtic have nipped the ball about. It's difficult. You've got eight players plus a goalkeeper there. They're making it very hard for you, very tight spaces. But they've they've not troubled... Aberdeen have not troubled uh, Joe Hart at all. He's come out from one ball there, looked a bit uncomfortable. But apart from that, nothing... But you look at Jim Goodwin, he'll be a happy manager. He's, Delighted, I'm sure. Yeah, Game plan, right, OK, we'll get in nil-nil, half-time. We're looking very uh, disciplined, we're looking organised, we're looking, hopefully, if we can get a bit of quality, a threat, we'll get two guys up front. So his first part of his game plan's OK, but I think that Aberdeen, where they've done a good job, and you're talking about Kyogo, Kyogo thrives with Maeda on space. Grass in behind, running across the defenders in on the shoulder. Aberdeen have not given them that. There's no space mm. to go. But Aberdeen, for me, haven't got the quality to do this for 90 plus minutes. And I think Celtic will eventually open them up. It's not been a, a blockbuster game, Mark. There's not been, like, there's been a couple of niggly free kicks that we've disagreed with. There's not been any major talking points, no major controversy. There's been one very good Kellerus save, brilliant save in fact from Hatati because he sees it so late. Another probably decent save, but one you would expect to make from Jota. So other than that, it's it's been quite quiet. 
It has been. Um, it's not I say the second half will be the same, and we hope it kind of livens up in that respect. I, I suppose, I mean, the opening stages of the game, I thought the tempo was good from both teams. You could quite clearly see the game plan, obviously, from Celtic in terms of possession, but you could see Aberdeen's game plan to defend with the eight and then leave two up. And any time they get the ball, it's to try and turn Starfield or try and turn Carter Vickers and give their front two a chance. And, you know, that's that's really what's happened. It's a, it's a fine balance. Um, Celtic clearly on top, but we could do with mm. something, a goal to liven it up. Right, well, it's half-time at Pataudry, just in case anyone was waiting to waiting for that half-time whistle to place their bids. Let's quickly check in with Cassie. Uh, in the auction room to see if we've had any movement on the all roads lead to Hamden prize or the Aston Villa package with a meet and greet with John McGinn, Cassie. Yeah, just having a little look just now. So we're having a look at the because um, we've got loads and loads of prizes coming up. But at the moment, the all roads lead to Hamden. This was our all day lots. We've still got Billy Steen and from Steen Electrical and Mechanical Solutions at two thousand five hundred pounds. So this all roads lead to Hamden prize has been donated by John Fleming of Easy Peasy Prizes, Superbox Hospitality at Hamden for both Scottish finals of the season and League Cup final and Scottish Cup final. It's for two people you can enjoy the ultimate football hospitality in the Superbox providing a unique culinary and guest experience how very frightfully posh whilst enjoying the match with panoramic views of the pitch of course and from a private balcony as well so what a prize that is so we're sitting at £2,500 of course we'd like to come up on that and uh, we've also got the Aston Villa package with meets and greets with John McGinn and it's been donated by John himself and that is uh, currently sitting at £3,000 and that is from George Boyd so we'd like to come oh the phones are going the phones are going ladies sorry this is a very, very busy... It feels like a busy call centre in here with all the girls sitting here taking the calls. This is good. I can imagine. Hopefully that's some more bids going to go up then. George Boyd, thank you. We're up at three grand for the Aston Villa one. It's brilliant. I mean, honestly, the, the meet and greet with John McGinn's worth a fair bit on its own because that's a sort of money can't buy element. You're getting your signed shirt. Aston Villa game of your choice. Hospitality for two. You're getting accommodation. Brilliant, brilliant prize. Sitting at £3,000. Let's see if we can squeeze some more out of that. And definitely more for all roads lead to Hamden. I'm not... In a, for a second suggesting uh, that Billy Steen won't win it in the end maybe he will but £2,500 as things stand very generous and I still think it can go more remember it's VIP hospitality for two 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 cup finals this season it's a brilliant price so 01415652468 these close at the end of the show so get your bids in whilst we take a breather and we'll update you and get the second half from Pataudry next the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Still half time up at Audrey. Let's speak to Andrew McLean. I don't suppose there's any of those early indications you sometimes get, Andrew, that either side is considering a change. Well, potentially, because the first Celtic substitute that came out and was doing a bit of an individual warm up was Leila Bada. And he has now disappeared since, so he's maybe gone up the tunnel to get some extra instructions to come back out. Maybe it's a case that they're just earmarking him to be the first substitute of the second half and it might not happen right away. But he's certainly not out there anymore after going out and doing an individual warm-up. So you look at the options that who could potentially come off for him. You think Dyson Maida would maybe be the one because Leila Bada it's maybe more likely to be able to drop a shoulder just create that extra bit of space and we know what he's like, he, he can get goals he gets assists as well, his numbers are good Abada, so there's a good chance that if Celtic are going to make a change at the break that it will be Leila Bada Yeah I can understand that I've said numerous occasions um, that 
Coulson on one side was just backing off and allowing Maeda to run at him. Well, slightly different proposition with Abada. He's got that, like Andrew was saying there, that little bit of creativity, a little spark. He's got this knack of being in the right place at the right time when Jota gets to the byline on the other side as well. And when you need a goal, he's a good man to turn to. So, positive change in my my view from Ange Postacoglu. Right, here's what I need to do. I need to give you another update from the Cash for Kids Sports Auction because we're about to launch some more prizes. Now, these are only going to run until 2 o'clock. Right, that is 30 minutes' time. These only run until 2 o'clock, 30 minutes' time. So you have to be quick. Do not miss out on these because they're absolutely brilliant as well, I must say. Uh, the first one, listen to this. Hospitality for four at Old Trafford. Donated Ooh. by Monarch Transport. For four people. Man United against Nottingham Forest and it's on the 27th of December imagine that right everyone's off over the festive period hopefully you've had a good old time of it Christmas Day Boxing Day you and three other people three course meal drinks before the game during half time and after the game hospitality at Old Trafford that is a stunning prize thank you to Monarch Transport for donating it you've only got half an hour to bid so quickly 01415652468 01415652468 hospitality for four at Old Trafford now the second prize that we're running from now until two o'clock Hugh a lot of debate going on at the moment oh. and tomorrow who's the best ever how's this yeah. a signed and framed pelly top well, for me, 1958, Brazil, Pele, 17-year-old, winning the World Cup, window opens, top floor flat, mother shouts, come up here and see this, and I come up and watch Pele playing, and I'll never ever forget that, it. So for people of my generation, he is the greatest. Any generation, that is an unbelievable collector's item, and if you're that way inclined and you see it as more of an investment opportunity, that's going to be worth an Awful lot of money In the next few years An awful lot of money A signed and framed Pelly top Thanks again to John Fleming Of Easy Peasy Prizes So again That's one that you've only got Half an hour to bid on 01415652468 Please don't miss it The third one Four hospitality tickets To a Glasgow clan Ice hockey game of your choice That's a great night out Brilliant. That Gordon Absolutely Really really Brilliant. good that And it's four hospitality tickets You get a wee buffet feed Before face off You get free drink up Until the start of Free drink, did that say? Mm-hmm. Free drink up until the start of the game. So again, that was John Strange, this time of Asprey, Glasgow West. Same number, 01415652468. And the last one, this could be one of the up-and-coming teams that you've got to watch out for. We've been doing it. Queen's Park, a family hospitality package donated by Queen's Park FC. A family of four, hospitality, and a mascot experience as well. How good a prize would that be for your youngster this Christmas? The full family goes to the hospitality at Queen's Park and one of the youngsters gets to be the mascot as well. That'd or, be absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Or dad could just be the mascot and just turn, <laughs> That'd it, be good. turn it really weird. Yeah. Uh, but 01415652468. Now let me stress, this is so important because you've now only got 28 minutes. You've only got till 2 o'clock on these. Hospitality for four at Old Trafford. A signed and framed Pele top Arguably the greatest ever Going to be worth a fortune In the next few years You've got your 
Hospitality for four at the Glasgow Clan Ice Hockey With your feed and all the rest of it and the free drink And then your family hospitality package at Queen's Park Those four prizes are only available till two o'clock Do not miss out 01415652468 With the small matter of being underway at Pataudry And there was a change at the break as Andrew McLean predicted Mark Wilson Yep, and it's a, a positive one, like I said. You see a badder on the ball right away, you know, driving at the Aberdeen back line, Celtic in the Aberdeen box, you know, only 50 seconds into this second half. So the tempo's high, straight from the off, and uh, they'll be looking for a goal quick into this second half. Well, it, looks like the same pa- it looks like the same pattern. Um, try to get down the flanks, try to move the ball quick. Uh, Aberdeen just dropping off, try to frustrate Celtic. I, I, agree, with, I agree with the lads. I think it was... Uh, a good substitution. Maeda didn't find the space in behind, didn't find his the ball enough to f- use the pace that he's got. Um, Abada as a live wire, he can go and drop the shoulder, get by a defender, he can come inside, he's got a knack of getting on the end of things from opposite balls in from the other wing. So, uh, very positive from Celtic, but I, I just think this game needs a goal this afternoon. Uh, Hugh, it's one of those that's fairly obvious to see the logic Ange Postacoglu clearly loves Dyson Maeda no doubt about it yeah. but he also acknowledges that Lila Bada is a goal scorer his yeah. numbers as Mark Wilson says are good and he doesn't he doesn't hang about often he's quite keen to make these changes at the break sometimes yeah you can see the way the game's been going uh, the red wall was defying Celtic uh, so you have to try something new and the Bada is that uh, definition of trying something new I still think Giacomacris will be needed eventually because it's the pattern as before even with Lille Abada on the park the red wall is holding firm uh, it's hacked away by Anthony Stewart I think Celtic just hoping that someone switches off in that Aberdeen box and you've got to be fair to Aberdeen every one of their players bang on it they know their shape they've got your five with three just in front and they're just shifting from side to side so all it takes is one person though Not to mm-hmm. match a runner And the whole thing comes undone Yeah you get that little special moment Gordon Where a drop, mm. of, sh- a drop of the shoulder Sends someone the wrong way Or you even You do shoot through the ruck of bodies And it goes through somebody's legs Like these things can Can happen There is just no guarantee That, that you can keep this up forever Yeah Yeah that's it that's but, but you might Exactly That's a hard thing You just wonder If Jim has got that game plan He's thinking Right okay uh, worked well in the first half We'll go for another 20-25 minutes Then we'll try to get ourselves further up the pitch And snatch something that gets us a great three points Or is he just going to see out the game like this um, Get everybody apart from mm. the front two behind the ball But even with the front two there They're isolated because the defenders are dropping so deep Because they don't want any space in behind with Celtic's pace The midfielders are dropping so deep and the space between the midfielders' defence and front line Aberdeen is absolutely huge. Yeah, Callum McGregor, remember, back in the Celtic team uh, this afternoon following that injury, following the World Cup break. He's bringing the ball out and Celtic are allowed to walk across the halfway line. It's, it's after that that Aberdeen engage. In fact, it's significantly after that. It's generally round about the, the sort of 25-yard mark. And um, You rarely see a game... It goes on for as long as this one has done, 50 minutes. And the the, the picture is exactly the same mm-hmm. as it yeah. was yeah. in the first minute. Yeah, it's a good uh, shout. Yeah, yeah. And, and nothing at all is changing. Therefore, it'll be nothing each. You could, you could actually go to most full-time teams at one point and you'll see this drill. Uh-huh. 
attack against defence yeah. and, and, and the way Aberdeen have worked on it it's and the age old debate isn't it can we have this all the time look we exist in a pretty unique footballing environment we've got two teams with all the money and all the resource and the other teams would take a draw and therefore this is not a good spectacle oh. but that's not Aberdeen's no, problem no, no. And you know, so we've, just, we've been here before and here comes Celtic again into the box it's a good block this time uh, and it's headed easy into the hands of Kelleroos Mm, and uh, round and round we go Rinse and repeat Yeah I think Mackenzie does well there He initially blocked the cross Was that a bad that was running at mm. him And he does great to get to the touchline I think did it fall back to Ralston Who ends up heading it I, I thought he could have maybe taken was, a touch here Or was it O'Reilly? Uh, maybe. Was McGregor, I thought it was Callum McGregor, oh, was yeah, it right, McGregor. Sorry, yeah. Keep going you'll get it <laughs> <laughs> Was that a sub? Um, listen uh, Hugh's right It's the same pattern Aberdeen just very happy, very content. And you're right, Gordon. It's not up to Aberdeen to to entertain Celtic fans and entertain us. They're there to win points, whether it be one or try and sneak three. Uh, and it's up to Celtic with the quality they've got to go and break them down. I just think the longer this game goes, I think Celtic will break them down. I've no doubt in that. Yeah, certainly getting into right areas. Aberdeen defending well yet again. I'll try and find new ways of, of him wording it. And this is where Aberdeen look to come forward. But it, it's... There's nothing there. It goes to Miofsky. It's a ball, at sort of nipple height, if you like. And uh, <laughs> what a description. I, don't, I, don't I like that. And, um, <laughs> and it just, uh, it's a new term. Oh, I've got to use Fire that. Fire into nipple height. <laughs> not, not one that you could hold up. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I was just looking at Gordon sticking through that jumper and it just reminded me. Um, right, anyway, look, we're going to have to go back to the auction room because remember, these four stunning prizes that were only running until two o'clock. Some of them you've got all day on. That's the big ones, your John McGinn, your Hamden, uh, your Mercedes car. But the following ones is only running until two o'clock. So you need to get your bids in on these very, very quickly. Don't miss out. But also, please, uh, let's not run the risk of not raising good money for the charity because it really deserves it. Cassie, update us if you can. Okay, I am going to just go back to one of the all-day prizes just quickly because we've had a bid in for this, so I've come up slightly. All roads lead to Hamden, donated by John Fleming of Easy Peasy Prizes. Stuart Shaw from Cowell Building Supplies has come in at 2,750, so thank you very, very much for that. Um, now, we're going to go on to the prizes we've got uh, for this first kind of half hour. Hospitality for four at Old Trafford, donated by Monarch Transport, so it's Manu versus Tottenham Forest on the 20th. 7th of December includes a table for four people three course meal drinks before during half time and after the game and currently we've got a bid of that £500 from Stuart Shaw he is busy on the phone today Cowell Building Supplies so he's coming at £500 for that uh, at lot 2 signed and framed Pelly top donated by John Fleming again of Easy Peasy Prizes so it is what it is you know exactly you can picture it I've got a little photograph of it here it's fantastic it's got Pelly in the front it's got the uh, shirt of course the number 10 on the back and that there has been snapped up maybe, hopefully, unless you want to come in with a little bit more by Joe Robinson at £500. So there's still time to bid on that. Lot number three, four hospitality tickets to Glasgow Clan ice hockey game of your choice. Donated by John Strange of Asprey at Glasgow West. Includes a buffy style feed uh, one and a half hours before face-off and a free drink up we all love a free drink up until the start of the game we have no bids for that at the moment so we would love to get you on the phones just now the girls are here waiting they get their headsets on have a wee chat with you as well 
give you a bit of banter, but of course we need the money because the money is going to go straight to cash for kids. That is what this day is all about. Lot number four, ultimate mascot package at Queen's Park FC, donated by Queen's Park, and it's to be taken January to December the, uh, 2023, so you get time there for that one. And a week up to the game, you'll be invited to training centre to watch training, have lunch, take on the captain, Simon Murray, and a penalty kick-off. And we have currently no bids for that one either. So we would like to see you come in with that. Um, you'll be able to lead the team out on the day two, table for four and hospitality for the family. So think of it as a family day out. But as I say, we do not have a bid for that one yet. We would love to hear you on our phone lines just now. Right, let's do more because I'm I'm forever grateful at the people that are getting their bids in nice and early. But let's think about this logically. Firstly, we're trying to raise money for children who need it in Glasgow in the West. So we can always even add on a little bit more. But as an example, hospitality for four at Old Trafford. Stuart Shaw, that's sitting at £500. 125 quid ahead for hospitality tickets at Old Trafford. Come on, we need to get that one up. Much, much much higher 01415652468 similarly Joe Robinson is a very generous man he's given us 500 quid for the signed and framed Pele top but he's about to get himself the bargain of the century we're talking arguably the greatest player that's ever lived and that is going to be worth an absolute fortune that signed shirt it must be so sitting at 500 pounds at the moment signed and framed Pele top I think we can do much more on that. We are now starting to get bids in, which is good for the hospitality tickets to the Glasgow clan ice hockey. Uh, that should be a fantastic night out for the family. I'm keen on this Queen's Park one. Donated by Queen's Park Family Hospitality Package. Um, we've not got any bids yet. So that's brilliant. Why not get along? It's a great football environment, that. You never know. You could be looking at a premiership team as of next season. It's family of four, hospitality, and a mascot experience. Must be someone in your family that would love that this Christmas. So that one, the Glasgow clan, the Pele top, we need to get more on that. And perhaps most of all, four people think of what hospitality for four at Old Trafford is worth. Then add on a bit for charity. And I think we're at much more than the 500 quid we're getting just now. It's for children. Come on, 01415652468. And you've only got 15 minutes left. You've only got until two o'clock. So please dig deep and bid generously. I'll tell you who's in a generous mood, Hugh Evans. Kyogo, because he's yeah. missed an absolute sitter yeah. and Celtic should be in front. The, the man who used to manage Aberdeen in their greatest days, Alec Ferguson, had a word that to describe that finish. It was irresponsible. Uh, it, it <laughs> was, that, that was the, the, the phrase he used to use. Uh, and it was an irresponsible finish from Kyogo. It was the one chink in the armour that you were looking to find and then Celtic got it, the chance was there it was begging to be put in and it's a horrible miss I mean, Mark, from Kyogo yeah. Paint the picture, it's a brilliant ball from Ralston yeah. a decent enough cross from Abada and Kyogo just has to score Well, uh, Celtic fans would have seen it a million times the move that Ralston looks like he's going to play it out in the touchline he reverses it inside Kuls and the fullback who switches off Abada does great I think to play it across and Kyogo's what six yards out coming across he lets it come a- across him he tries to put it in with his left and it kind of bobbles up it do- Yeah, I mean Gordon it sort of bobbles up mm. so we'll cut him Tiny? No, no, didn't no think so. I'm not an experienced goal scorer like you, you just get you I, just bundle it in the net, don't I, you? I think I think that's a harder um, to miss. 
uh, chance. I really do. You, you, you look, just any part of your foot, side foot, a ball's in the back of it. That Celtic, they they may go and win this game, but they will not get a better chance in this football match than that. Well, uh, you, to be fair though, Hugh, if you're talking about the, the the sort of balance of the game, yeah. Celtic are now much closer to scoring if you like because of that chance and then Abada follows up with one that was low saved by Kellerus. Yeah. they're now finding a way through the wall that they're not able to put it in the back of the net if that makes well, any yeah, sense Gordon has Gordon Dale has uh, hammered the point that he believes that eventually you keep knocking and knocking and knocking and eventually the door will open but at the same time Aberdeen are coming into it a little bit more Um if you're a fatalist and I suspect that Ange Postacoglu is anything but a fatalist you'd be feeling uneasy at the moment about an afternoon that has gone on the way this one has but we're almost an hour there and I still repeat this is Giacomo Marcus. I think Abad has certainly made a difference mm-hmm. since he's come on I think he's mm-hmm. he's created the chance he's then had a chance of his own I think you see now Coulson McKenzie realising that they've got a different threat so Celtic have to do everything they can to get the ball to him as quickly as possible. It looks their best bet at the minute. Right, the bids are going up, so you're you're understanding the fact that these were going for an absolute snip. I still think they need to go more, and you've only got 15 minutes left. Thank you to Stuart Shaw, Cowell Building Supply. So it has gone up. Hospitality for four at Old Trafford. It's now sitting at 700 quid, but still less than 200 quid ahead mm. for tickets and hospitality to Old Trafford against Nottingham Forest on the 27th of December. We're... Very grateful for the bid. It's worth so much more than that, and then you need to consider we're trying to add a bit. I've had uh, hospitality for the kids as well. Fan, you bumped into Colleen Rooney and thought she was an old school pal. Unfortunately, unfortunately she didn't go to the same school, but I've got to say the hospitality. How did you get hospitality? Old Trafford. I'm big big news. Well, I played with the Blues, didn't I, across the side? Well, that makes no uh, sense. Why would they allow you a name? Oh, it's a nice pass from Abada, and it somehow goes the wrong side of the post from a Celtic perspective, the right side from Aberdeen's. And uh, it's are Aberdeen living a bit of a charmed life now? I think the goal's coming. I, I really do. I think Celtic are now starting to create more in behind the Aberdeen backline. I actually think Hitati should do better there. When he gets to the touchline, he just kind of tries to thrash it across. I, I, Maybe a wee bit more composure in it, but a badder once again, mm-hmm. certainly the difference. Vincent Carpets not daft, realizing that this signed and framed Pelly top is worth. I was going to ask about that. That's mm-hmm. look, we're up, it does. we're up to £750 there, so thank you very much to Vincent Carpets. It's Pelly, mm. it's signed and framed. These things cost about 200 quid to get framed nowadays, yeah. then the cost of the jersey, then the Pelly signature tax, then the bit for charity. We can put that price up. Come on down, 01415652468. And the the sad thing about life, Hugh Keevens, without getting too profound, these legends don't go on forever. And one day that is going to be worth an awful lot of money, that signed top. Well, we all know where Pelé is in terms of his health. Uh, He is a legendary figure anyway. Uh, He will become... An immortal figure, immortalised, uh, when the inevitable happens. Uh, he, for me, was the greatest of all time, but that's because of my age, I suspect. But it is a gift 
almost beyond price but you know the yeah. price it's yours to dictate come on then 01415652468 we're, we're ticking along now the hospitality for 4 at Old Trafford 12.50 a bit more like it still think it's got more mileage the Pelly top definitely more sitting at 7.50 and we're starting to get bids in for the hospitality tickets for 4 at the Glasgow Clan Ice Hockey that's a brilliant day out for the family you'd be getting your tickets and a feed and free drink for four, I mean, I don't know if the kids are allowed to drink, probably not, you would have to imagine. Um, so I still think we can do more, but Thomas Poo, thank you, £250. And Chris Caldwell is in the lead with £200. Oh, sorry, Chris Caldwell's in the lead for 200 for the Glasgow clan, my apologies. And the Queen's Park prize is Thomas Poo on 250 So again, think we can push them up, but 10 minutes to go. So you now can't hang around. You can't ignore me much longer if you want these prizes. 0141-565-2468 Thank you to Mohammed. We're up at 15.50 For the Man United tickets Much more like it Again Still under £400 ahead For the four people You'll be treated very very well I'm sure A nice post-Christmas treat 27th of December The Pele Top Have we just reached 1000 I think we've just gone four figures For the Pele Top Good to keep it going 10 minutes to go 0141-565-2468 We've now reached the hour mark. Does Ange Postacoglu make another change, Gordon? Uh, well, the boys are crying out for Jack Marcus, um, especially after Kyoko missed that absolute sitter. But look, he did oh. it again. Oh, it's, it's just flashed across yeah. the face that one. He couldn't reach that. But if you're Celtic now, you're getting a bit frustrated. Yeah, because you've chapped at the door. You've chapped at the door. You've had a great opportunity. I tell you, Abada has made such a big difference yeah, down has, that right-hand it? side. He's put in some lovely balls. The one that, obviously, Kyogo should put in the back of the net. He's had a shot himself. He's just whipped in another terrific ball there. And if I was a winger putting a ball of that quality in, I'd be a bit disappointed someone wasn't trying to go on the end of that. That's why I think, uh, you know, they've, they've tried and tried and tried. Abada has made a nice, refreshing change, but it's the same old story. And unless they... But it's not because they're now creating chances that they didn't in the first half. Yeah, but they're now creating chances mm -hmm. and not taking them. No, I get that, so but it's, that's not what the same story means, is it? The same well, story would be not creating chances like they weren't in the first half. For me, my thoughts now are that Aberdeen might score. It's, <laughs> you're a fatalist, aren't you? <laughs> He's a well, Jim Goodwin. We shouldn't laugh because we've, we've done that before and it's Hugh's spot on sometimes. I think it's time but I think it's time for Jakimakis. When you see a badder, you know, getting to the touchline and pulling things back time and again, Jakimakis thrives off opportunities like that. He's got a knack of bundling things over the line. We've seen it in the past. I think it's about time he replaces Kyogo. Yeah, well, Ange Postacoglu always makes. Yeah. Four changes anyway Even oh. in even in games Where, where he, things are going fine He might look at the mid, Middle of the park as well Gordon Maybe freshen that up Naren Moy for Hitati Maybe something Yeah you've like got that. Turnbull there On the bench That can get you a goal From outside the box He's got a terrific shot on him The lad he's got Decent quality from that Sort of a range He likes to mix things up Freshen it up um, <coughs> Hags a benefit is a he's miss. Not, yeah, yeah he's, a, he's he's a miss. I think I think he's been terrific. See, Mark, this is where this is where you and I will need to disagree slightly. There's Callum McGregor taking another one from outside the box, sliced it miles over. Mm. I think I always think there's an air of desperation. See, unless it opens up, opens up like perfectly, sits perfectly, maybe a bit closer to that edge of the box. Do you, do you not end up just forcing them sometimes? Yeah, and not um, only have you missed, you've given Aberdeen the chance. 
to take their time and get the ball back and Kellerus then takes his time and boots it up the pitch yeah I, I can understand what you're saying but if you just go side to side time and again it does get too predictable I think when you've got the quality of player that Celtic have got there's every chance one of them will go in we've seen it all through this season some of the goals the midfielders for Celtic have scored so you know off target that time but it's not to say you won't hit the target next time was is that the first booking of the game Clarkson uh, yes the classic once you have a heavy touch and then clatter into the player that takes it off you it's not even the, the contact's not huge on Carter Vickers mm. Ern Ralston sorry but like we said when you overrun it the ref will yeah, so. yeah, yeah the ref will pull out the yellow card of course it will um, but it's back to the same pattern here as you know that 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 would be the most that's bad for Riley isn't yeah, it that's yeah, just yeah, the quality you, could, you know what I would I would be looking at Turnbull maybe to come on because him for one if he's taking something on from outside the box then you know he's got a good record from that he can pick a pass I'm looking at Hitati and O'Reilly at the minute I've had a number of misplaced passes in this second half alone that's just off the mark so I just wonder when Ange Postacoglu is wondering about changing things or is he happy with the way things are going and he, he mm. sees something perhaps that we we don't well he's a performance guy isn't he he'll be fine with the performance just won't be happy with that sort of last yeah, end product, but, yeah. And, and I don't know Hugh's right this isn't going to happen all the time but if you're Ange Postacoglu this team has given you more than enough for these days when they find the goal they always find the goal it seems yeah I would agree with that yep, they always come up with answers but we're three quarters of the way through the game now and it's the same old same old uh, and that he's Seems reluctant to bring on two or three, uh, but I'd be beginning to think in terms of points dropped now. He must, he must have a feel for a game. He must. He's standing there. He knows his players. Um, I think most managers would react to a couple of substitutions. And let's be honest, he's got good quality that can change games on the bench. Um, but he's looking at this. Aberdeen have offered yeah. nothing. No, absolutely nothing but that's that's Jim Goodwin's game plan he'd be delighted with a point maybe he could sneak something but they've offered nothing so but Celtic are now trying from outside the box and the attempts are getting more and more <laughs> feeble I'll something. give you that Gordon Greg Taylor coming inside on his right foot to have a go is a wee bit ambitious so you know they have to pick and choose their times it's just kind of start Firing them in for all angles. Ralston's going to just cross one. Oh, the ball's no, just, that's no, just no. poor, though. It's going to go to the back post where Greg Taylor can make a nuisance of himself, but ultimately nothing doing there. Right, this is your five minute warning on the following prizes the hospitality for four at Old Trafford. Muhammad Ali um, from Cafe India, Burnside, 15 50 there. Thank you very much. We could maybe get a last run, though. The signed and framed Pelly Top now sitting at 13 50. Um, from someone with the surname McGarrigal I can't see the first name for some reason My apologies 13.50 there The four hospitality to Glasgow Clan Ice Hockey 3.25 And I still think you're getting an absolute steal there Family hospitality at Queen's Park With the mascot experience as well And that's only sitting at 2.50 From Thomas Puller It is 2.50 A family of four And the mascot experience I think we can do much better You've only got four minutes now Hospitality Man United Signed and framed Pelly Top Hospitality at Glasgow Clan And Hospitality at Queen's Park Come on 
Four minutes 01415652468 Do not miss out And please help us Raise what we can For Cash for Kids A substitution Coming from Aberdeen um, Maybe you know, they'll go for it now um, I don't think so I think I, I think Jim just now Is quite happy with no, the no, He's called Miofsky Over He's talking to Miofsky uh, Who Is Clearly On the part And Whatever the instruction was I don't know But Jim Goodwin must be getting the the thought that Celtic will play all day and not score and we might just sneak this. Mm. Or he's seen Celtic score late so many times and is yeah. fearing the worst and wants to go on attack. Look, see if you've put this much effort and discipline into your performance, Gordon. Oh, that's a, that's that's a chance yeah. for I think that's a difficult one, Mark. It's a more acrobatic... He is only six yards out and he's right in the middle of goal, but it's a bit behind him and he sort of has to leap up and... And contort his body to try and direct it goalwards. So it's a big chance. Although, is but it bigger think, than we're giving credit? I think that's a good chance. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm wondering, does he have to be? He's does acrobatic. He have to exactly. I mm-hmm. think if he just guides that, it is a bit behind him, I'll give him that. But if he just guides it, the pace is on the ball, side foot on target, it's I, in the net. I know a certain number eight in his heyday would oh, have stopped. put that in the well, back of Honestly, I, I'm just <laughs> judging, I'm judging with, with chances. Uh, as Celtic strip off Isaac Marcus to come on here now where he will help is obviously Aberdeen letting Celtic go wide put balls in he gives him a bit of that height he'll go and attack that ball he'll cause problems it's not height that Celtic have needed they need Kyogo to put one away yeah, from yeah. three yards when he, the goal's gaping well that's where I do think Jackie Marcus is better than Kyogo those chances that flash across the face if you, if you go back to the start of Kyogo's time at Celtic he's had a few of those Across the face Your Celtic again oh. oh that one Somehow goes past About four bodies oh. And then Greg Taylor Flashes it wide This is an incredible Football match Because at the start Celtic Couldn't get to the Aberdeen door They're getting Goodness knows How many opportunities now But it's just Not falling for them Right We've got one minute left One minute 0141 565 2468 Nicky Flynn Hospitality for four at Old Trafford, 1750 Let's squeeze a little bit more out last minute. The signed and framed Pelly top, Gary Bailey from Bailey Landscaping, 1800 We're getting there. Hospitality for four at the Glasgow Clan, 400 uh, from Plumstore, Bells Hill, Scott Leith. And family hospitality to Queen's Park, Ian Smith at 275. One minute, come on, we can beat some of them. 01415652468. Oh, great. Mm. Four subs at once. For Celtic uh, Mark so Wilson Jota and Hitati And Kyogo Have went off Forrest and Forrest, Forrest Tumble, Tumble Jackamakis On um, Would have taken Jota off Well he's been probably yeah, quiet I would've, Yeah, I would have uh, I don't think he's offered much In the second half oh, It's just three changes Just three Turnbull's a good shout uh, I called that a couple of minutes ago I think this game <laughs> m- Might suit him And Jackamakis Definitely for Kyogo So All out Attack for Ange Postacoglu Yeah Aberdeen's change Might off. be a forced one Miofsky's been Getting dealt with By the physio He's You know that walk That they do they, To let everyone know That they're injured They've oh. not been They've not been yeah, hooked, not been hooked. Uh, So Miofsky goes off Have we got a replacement Yet for him Johnny Hayes Yeah Well they just go With one up top then Put an extra Player back Are we going uh, nine, Ten at the back now Yeah yeah, Probably will we do. I think Jim will be Happy with his lot Look, if he gets never... out playing, got a head or whatever, he'll take it. But 
Like, they've put so much work, so much effort in up until 73 minutes. Why now start putting players up the pitch yeah. and risk losing one at the back? You'll never get a, a more welcome uh, and lucky point because it, it was everything to what mm. Celtic didn't do rather than to what Aberdeen did do. Brilliant recovery from Jack McKenzie. Uh, maybe that's that's the slight bit that Jackie Marcus lacks. He's not rapid, quick, and Jack McKenzie was able to get back in. Um, right, those lots are closed, so let's go to Cassie for an update on how those finished, and then we're going to set up a full new batch between two and three o'clock. So we'll give you an hour on these as Celtic continue uh, to knock on that door, Cassie. Yes, okay, so hospitality for four at Old Trafford. There was a mad dash there, by the way, of um, a lot of us trying to get in. Sorry, hold on, I'm just... Yes, 17... Right, okay. Um, sorry, there was so much, so many phone calls. The minute we sort of went live the last time, we got all these calls in. So hospitality for four at Old Trafford, donated by Monarch Transport, Mr Nicky Flynn um, from We Love Sales, £1,750. Also, we've got Scott McMillan, who bidded for the signed and framed Pelletop, £2,150 came in for that. Lot number three, four hospitality tickets to a Glasgow clan ice hockey game of your choice, donated by John Strange of Asprey, Glasgow West. That was Scott Slythe at Plum Store at Bells Hill, £400 for that one. And lot number four was the Family Hospitality Package at Queen's Park FC, donated by Queen's Park. And Ian Smith came in with that at £275. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Very generous. And the children of Glasgow and the West who need your help will be eternally grateful. I'm sure of it. You see the difference that it makes? We're not talking about making any crazy gestures here. We're actually talking about getting children hot meals over the Christmas period, giving people that need it, you know, safe and warm places to go. So we're just trying to make small differences that would be small, you know, to maybe some of us, but a massive difference to people that do need it. So thank you very much. Those lots are finished. This is what you've got from now until three o'clock. Now, let me quickly remind you, the John McGinn meet and greet, the signed shirt, the hospitality tickets to Aston Villa game of your choice before the end of the season the overnights down there in Birmingham still sitting at three grand George Boyd and the all roads lead to Hamden prize the two cup finals the hospitality at Hamden uh, still Stuart Shaw from Cowell Building Supplies leading that with 2750 you've got all day to bid on them okay well you've got till the end of the show 01415652468 however between now and three o'clock this is what you've got I know it's a lot of information this day is all about a lot of information but it makes such a difference so here's what you've got then four more prizes number five Scotland v Italy at Murrayfield donated by Corinthian Sports for any rugby fans out there this is an unbelievable prize for you it, the match day experience here will be top draw you know you get looked after at the rugby Corinthian Sports will offer the Pegasus Lounge that is a luxury suite inside the West Stand at Murrayfield we're talking premium hospitality here a high standard of food and drink before and after the game and the very best seating to view all the action so if you're a rugby fan that's a dream and even if you're not what a day out that will be Scotland v Italy 18th of March premium hospitality like the, the, the top stuff you'll get well looked after and it's for two people so get your bids in on that one uh, thank you again to Corinthian Sports the next one lot 6 donated by the Scottish FA very simple it's a signed Scotland shirt Tell you what, see if you're struggling for a good Christmas present for someone. If there's a Scotland fan out there, how good would that be? Think of all the big names that will be on that. Andy Robertson, John McGinn and the likes. And you never know, that could be the Scotland squad that reaches a World Cup. 
in the not too distant or a Euros I should say uh, in the not too distant future if we can win these uh, Nations League playoffs that we've got guaranteed down the line so why not bid for that a signed shirt uh, by the Scotland squad some really big names on that now I know we used to scoff at the international team we're not talking one cap wonders like Mark Wilson here mm, hold on I've cap. we're uh-huh. talking Andy Robertson here we're the talking boss. John McGinn yep. we're Tierney. talking Kieran Tierney we're talking Scott McTominay and some of our home favourites from here as well Callum McGregor Ryan Jack Nathan Patterson's of the world who've gone down south that's a brilliant prize get your bids in for that Gordon Diel <laughs> I'm not on it. Get the checkbook. Lot number seven. Go. Hospitality for two at Motherwell FC. Thanks to Motherwell mm. for donating it. It doesn't include cup ties, but it's hospitality for two. Uh, it's pre-match meal, an inclusive bar, no less. Entertainment throughout the day, the game, halftime snacks, man of the match presentation, and a signed Motherwell ball as well. Surely you've got to go for that, Gordon Deal. Uh, thank you to Motherwell for donating that one. And finally, something a bit different. Maybe you've got a young family and you want to get them into sport of a difference, well, what about the Strathclyde Sirens? Family platinum season ticket for the Sirens Super League netball. Two adults, two kids. Benefits include best seats in the house for every single home game in 2023. That's nine games. Pre-match hospitality at two of those games, and then exclusive invites to pre-season events in Edinburgh and all different discounts on Sirens merchandise. So if you've got a young family maybe or you're a big netball fan or maybe a frustrated netball player in your day, what a prize that is. It's season tickets. Platinum season tickets, no less, for two adults and two kids donated by the Strathclyde Sirens. So I know that's a lot of info. My apologies, but it's for a good cause. You can see it on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Scotland v Italy at Murrayfield. All the best hospitality for two. Signed Scotland shirt. Hospitality for two at a Motherwell game. And your season tickets, platinum season tickets for the Sirens netball in the Super League. Those four lots are available until three o'clock, and you can bid on 0141-565-2468. Anyone else feel like talking for the next couple of minutes while I lie down? You're doing a great job, Gordon. You carry on. Yep. Well, I think we can uh, say that uh, Celtic look as if they have run out of ideas now. They've got ten minutes to go, and it truly is the same old, same old. Uh, and their fear should be an Aberdeen goal and a complete wreck of an afternoon because they have tried everything. They've missed sitters. They've had uh, good saves from the Aberdeen goalkeeper. Nothing mm-hmm. has worked, and they're beating their head against a brick wall. Every time Hugh even says this, when mm. Celtic score, we've done this about yeah. twelve times this season. I wouldn't be, be sur- no, no, no. Though to be fair, that isn't guaranteed to happen every time. Mm. I just feel like we've been here before, hundred times, and I think. Postacoglu has been here before and he's still got faith in the players look I think Aberdeen have worked in this system brilliantly you've got to give them credit is it good to watch if you're outside Aberdeen no it's not but Jim Goodwin's not going to make apologies Mark's talking about party bus well they've not they've parked 50 seats behind and left two seats up um, they've Offered absolutely nothing. <laughs> they've well, it's a 50 seats. Seat, uh, it's a 52 seats. Right. Uh, uh, what did he say? I missed it. Parked 50 seats and left two seats up. Uh, yeah, 52 seats. Right, okay. But I just honestly think that 10 minutes plus a little bit of stoppage time. I know there weren't any in the first half, but obviously substitution and everything. 
I think Postacoglu will still be confident. I know the boys mm. aren't. But you but said this half an hour ago. It was inevitable. Ah, but also, you do say for every single time Celtic don't score, you say this. Then they score. Then you get ridiculed on Twitter. Then you come back and do it the next week. So you're both as guilty as each other. But I'm just going on the evidence of my eyes. But you do that every week as well. And then the evidence, <laughs> the, the glasses need cleaned and eventually... Celtic score but you might be right this time I do keep acknowledging that you might be I'm going to evidence that Celtic have been in this position before and if they, they unlock defence oh, I'm not saying crosses like that they won't no I was poor I'm not Ooh. saying that they will where's, the where, final, where's Juranovic Mark yeah, Celtic the, missing him the final ball from Celtic in those areas even on the left hand side have been poor today once they get to the touchline Abada's been the only one who's put anything really decent in but Ralston that time might have taken a slight bobble up Aberdeen off the hook again we, Where we have definitely been before As you can you can anticipate the, the reaction Hugh Any time a team plays like Aberdeen does yep. And gets something The bigger clubs fans phone in and say It's anti-football, it's ruining uh-huh. the game It's rubbish to watch If you're Jim Goodwin, you rub your hands together You've got a wee cheeky smile You're a point better off A point that people didn't expect you to get And it might be a point that gets you third place Or whatever at the end of the season If you're just a neutral You've switched it on and you've watched it you won't be enjoying this, that's for sure. When they come on and say it's anti-football, uh, then you have to react by saying, well, what is Kyogo missing two setters in front of a goal? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the, the, the shooting from outside the box that grew more and more feeble? Uh, the countless chances, the countless moments when they opened up the Aberdeen defence, second half in particular... Uh, this is about what Celtic haven't done rather than what Aberdeen mm-hmm. did do. Yeah, it's very, uh, look, uh, it's very, um, if you're outside Aberdeen saying very negative for Aberdeen, but it's actually brilliant organisation from yeah. Aberdeen. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, yes, you can look at Kyogo, you should put the ball in the well, back of it. You, it's always going to be that way, isn't it? You're going to need that luck. The chances of yeah. you giving Celtic no chance. It's slim, so you need that when that one comes along, they fluff their lines. That's yeah. kind of what's happening. And you need your goalkeeper in the first half yep. who made a couple of good stops. So, you know, it's worked out pretty well to this stage for Aberdeen. I would give huge credit to those three midfielders mm-hmm. in front of the back five for Very Aberdeen because that's a that's a tough gig. You know, when you've got guys like McGregor and O'Reilly and Hitati when they're on now Turnbull moving the ball and looking to probe. You know, and, and get those little passes through. That's difficult to keep your discipline. So, those three in particular have had a, a very good game without doing anything going the other way, of course. But, you know, this Celtic team, you've said it, Gordon, they always come up with an answer and they've still got time. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they nick something here. Yeah, let's just let it play out and then we'll find out. Uh, it certainly hasn't looked immediately likely right now, but then again, they are. Fairly well known for finding solutions 84 gone Don't forget you have until 3 o'clock For those most recent four prizes That are read out in the auction The Scotland Italy Rugby Hospitality The Sign Scotland Shirt Hospitality for two at Motherwell And the Family Platinum Season Tickets For the Sirens Netball You've got until 3 o'clock for them 01415652468 Ball into the box I know that's what Jackie Macus Was brought on for But you know, Gordon, those, are, those are just hard You're jumping high You're throwing your head at it uh, Mackenzie's in there kind of putting him off it goes harmlessly got over. to be a good header to beat uh, the goalkeeper from that angle Gordon um, got to be a better cross as well Aberdeen look they'll be saying throw that ball in for the next 6-7 minutes whatever it may be we'll deal with that you won't score um, it's getting to that stage now that 
bit of frustration creeping in from Celtic, you know, maybe trying just to force it a little bit because they're running out of time. Um, but as I keep saying, Aberdeen are just defending and defending and defending. Celtic have had 33 0 shots at goal, eight on target. Aberdeen have had one shot at goal. Now, of course, you are more than entitled to say. That doesn't matter Look at the scoreline It's just to paint a picture Mark Because we're on radio So people can't see it yeah. That gives you an idea Of how this game has gone And there was another stat Just moments before that Successful passes Aberdeen 91 Celtic 647 <laughs> So <laughs> That kind of tells you That along with the Attempts at goal Tells you how this game's went You know A lot of the game Has been spent In and around the Aberdeen box You know Without too many clear-cut chances. Obviously, the Kyogo one stands out. A bad as one, maybe. Kyogo's is unbelievable. Yeah. That's a proper sitter yeah. at any level, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, without doubt. But apart from that... I'll... You sum this up quite simple, Matt. Joe, Joe Hart will not have an easier afternoon in football. He's, uh, he could take him off. Uh, Greg Taylor tries to cut it back this time rather than flashing it, but it goes to an Aberdeen player. Celtic then win it back. I thought they maybe uh, would have got a free kick, but I don't... No, if there was actually that much in it So Turnbull looks to line one up Abada then has touch He's got a bit of an angle Oh, oh and it's a save at the near post I'm Not sure not it, was, it was going in no. um, But it's, it's another big sight at goal And Celtic have a corner But the goalkeeper can't risk that He's got to make sure yeah. of the save So uh, once again, chatting at the door Once again, Aberdeen have got the answers Not letting them in the door analogies are tiring me out uh, I think we need to find something new Here come James Forrest That's blocked oh. It bobbles around in the box <laughs> This is remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Aberdeen, listen, if you're an Aberdeen defender, I mean, you're thinking, I'm, I'm doing my job here. You know, that's what they're put there to do. Jim would have worked in this tirelessly, this formation, certain scenarios that might pop up in the game, and it's going to plan so far, but. Not anymore, it's not. They're up steps, Callum McGregor. <laughs> Goal flashes <laughs> with Clyde Built Home Improvement. And Hugh Evans <laughs> will learn one done. day, not today or tomorrow or the day after that, but he will learn one day. I'll try my best. It's Aberdeen nil, Celtic one, and it's Callum McGregor, the captain. He's back. Mm. He's back in the team, and he's popped up with what could be a vital goal come the end of the season, the fact, and a stunning one at that. Plus the fact, great shout from Wilson next to me. Shoot outside the shoot box. outside the box. Well but done. It's good player you know Forrest come on He's what 19 20 yards out maybe Not even that It's a great uh, Link up from Forrest He just puts a wee Back heel on it And says to his captain Go on then Aim for a back post And see what the goalkeeper's got Response He ain't getting near that That's How a clean is that Mark It's a brilliant strike A player with so much ability Who's done that Time and time again Over the years And it's a fabulous strike To put in my head You've got to say It's a one time That Aberdeen midfield Just weren't there to close them down mm -hmm. you know 18, 19 yards out like I'd said it before if you give players like him too many opportunities they will find the target and luckily enough for Celtic Cal McGregor's right in the corner Ruse got absolutely Kenny, no chance Kenny Haddon had just, the, had just tweeted me saying is the curse of Shinjuku Shog going to happen once more yes is the answer I had a suspicion it might. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen that five minutes ago. Oh, uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a stunning goal from uh, the captain. And, uh, you know, to be fair to McGregor, first game back in a long, long time. He's worked tirelessly. I mean, you'd have thought that he might not have lasted the 90 minutes, but 
clearly asked Do you know what though? It's set up a very, yeah. very interesting few minutes because Aberdeen are now giving this a right goal. They've been woken up. They've had one shot on goal to Celtic's 30 plus, and now Aberdeen are coming into the box. and Wouldn't this be a dramatic yeah. end to the match? As well, if we've not had to one already. Something. Uh, and it's the first time Celtics came under any pressure, but. You would think that they've just left it too late to mount any sort of pressure on Celtic and what that does is leave you open at the back and Celtic will look to count. You, you highlighted just five minutes prior, Mark, and you were quite right about the midfield three and the job that they were doing. But to do it against a team that's got the, so much possession and got the quality they've got, the movement, for 90 plus minutes, at one point you're going to switch off. Great play, great link-up play with, with Celtic. It's a good move by Forrest. He, he knows what McGregor's doing. Says to him, on you go, and the captain takes on that left foot, and you're thinking, he hits a target here, he's got to cause problems. Fantastic strike. It's a wonderful goal, and Aaron Moy is about to be introduced. Celtic making another change. Is that their fifth and final? I think it is Aaron Moy to replace Matt O'Reilly, who's probably not had his best game, Mark, but at the same mm. time... A performance like this impacts those creative midfielders the most, doesn't it? Because they're, they're then just judged on finding like the perfect Aye, pass yeah. all the time. Well, the spotlight's firmly on them because everybody's thinking it's got to be them unlocks the door. But you know, it, it's not been his day. It's not been one of his better performances. And on comes Moy, who's coming off the back of a very, very good World Cup. Good sub to bring Aye. on in the closing minutes. It's very fine lines in football because oh. Jim Jim may come in for a little bit of criticism from the Aberdeen supporters, but he's. He's nearly what? got a point. He's nearly got a point. It's just fine, fine lines in the modern day game. Well, I mean, Celtic shooting from the outside of the box or the 18-yard line has been feeble all day long. Mm -hmm. And up pops McGregor with the sweetest strike you're likely to see. I'm always look. This this conversation can come back to bite us if Aberdeen go and rescue something in, in the last few minutes. And I'm always sympathetic, Hugh. It's ingrained in me as a team, as a fan of a. A so-called smaller team. It's tough when you when you play against the teams with all the millions. You, you know you can't oh. always open up and have a go. But but if you're Aberdeen and you're at home, do you think some fans will be asking the question: Is it enough to just hope that Celtic's shooting from outside the box is off, yeah. and to just hope that Kyogo is going to miss a sitter? Because and look, we've had a bit of fun with your predictions. I'm not making it about that. You know this Celtic team tends to find a way. Yeah. So is it enough to just hope that they randomly don't? In the week when the owner of the club uh, has been asking the local authorities for money to build a new stadium uh, and talking about how it would be the focal point of the city and uh, the, what the club means to the city and what they could do for the city, uh, then you're right, you should think more of yourself than to simply hope that Celtic have one of those days and then get caught out minutes from the end uh, and they have in Mayovsky for example a player who scored 12 goals this season 11 of them at Pataudry you should have been playing to his strengths rather than hoping to find Celtic weaknesses right we're in two four minutes added on we've played two of them so two to go let me give you a very quick update these prizes remember are running until three o'clock Joe Robinson from Eagle Couriers is winning the Scotland v Italy at Murrayfield hold hospitality on, package yeah, let's hold on uh, because Aberdeen are into the box and it's not a convincing touch away by Anthony Ralston I think Carter Vickers does well there just to slow off. it was that Johnny Hayes mm -hmm. there down because he's a tricky little player who's got a bit of pace still but he slows him down and allows Ralston to get back um, 
Yes, yeah, so Joe Robinson's in front on that package uh, for the Scotland v Italy Murrayfield hospitality. It's great hospitality as well, and it's 4-2, so I think we can do more than the £350 bid there. Um, this is very difficult to do this at the end of a... Ah, there we go. Aberdeen yeah, okay. shoot over. Uh, the signed Scotland shirt, Douglas Noon leading that with £150. I think we can definitely get more. Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney, John McGinn, Callum McGregor, Ryan Jack, Nathan Patterson... Craig Gordon, name who you want, all on that signed shirt. I think we can do better than 150, but you've got till three o'clock. Gordon Deal, what are you giving us for the hospitality for two at Motherwell? Stuart Shaw is leading with £300. Oh, You'll be worth a few more than that, no? Me? Mm. I've been yeah. married three times. You, you don't have £300 of your marriage. Uh, and <laughs> let, we've not got any budget for the family platinum season tickets for the Sirens 2023 netball. That, that'll be a great prize if you've got. Maybe young kids that are into playing netball or you think you're, it's time to go and check out a new family fun sport. That's a great opportunity. It's a platinum season ticket, so it's nine games plus various other benefits. You're getting well looked after. Two adults, two kids. We don't even have any bids yet. So 01415652468. Those four prizes are running for another 40 minutes. Let's get those bids in. And we're almost done at Pitodri as well. The small matter. Yeah. Well, Joe Hart. None of your World Cup added on time, Hugh, of no. nine or ten minutes. No. Four minutes, and the four minutes is just a bit up. And no, but no VAR checks, remember? Ah. Not a single one. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. VAR today. Yeah. Well, well, that's the way it should be. I, I think some of the language is misleading. Let, let's bear in mind that VAR is watching constant the game, yeah. always as it goes on. But in terms of the stoppage for the you know the official check. And certainly not manager uh, ref over to the the monitor. None of them. Brilliant run from James Forrest. That is exactly what you need. Experienced campaigner. Take you up the pitch. Win a corner, and it will be the last action of the game. You would have. Yeah, managed. you can't begrudge Celtic three points. Uh, they've done everything today up until that eighty plus minute bef- uh, before putting the ball in the back in it. That's the only thing it was missing. Joe Hart's had not had a save. They've had so much possession, shots, miss sitters. They deserve the three points because they've been miles ahead of Aberdeen. But to be fair, we can put up the argument for Jim Goodwin. He's up against a quality side. He's already said it and the game's over. Full time, Andrew McLean. Aberdeen nil, Celtic won the full time score at Pitodre. And it's the late, late show from Ange Postacoglu's men once again with returning captain Callum McGregor getting the vital goal three minutes from time. Celtic dominated the whole game but found themselves frustrated for most of it. Kellarus having to make two first half saves. The first one from Jota strike, then a brilliant stop to deny Rio Hatati a few minutes later. Leila Bada came on for Dyson Maida at the break. He caused problems right away. He played the ball across the face of goal for Kyogo, who somehow didn't get the right call contact to put Celtic ahead, he really should have scored that one, Abada also had a shot of his own, saved a few minutes later Kyogo squandered another couple of close raised chances after that before Postacoglu made some more changes, Celtic kept pushing into the final 10 minutes, Kelarus turned Abada's shot from an angle over the bar, it looked as if it may not be their day but you can never write Celtic off and step up Callum McGregor 87 minutes on the clock, edge of the box I had a great angle from it, from my seat as well, he drilled it low and hard right into the bottom corner to grab all three points for the visitors, what an impact from the returning skipper, the full time score here at Pataudry, Aberdeen nil, Celtic 1. Very quickly Mark Wilson, how would you sum that up? 
Well, Celtic obviously deserved it. You know, they they kept patient. They tried everything to get the breakthrough. They got to the byline. They put things across the face of the goal. And it all didn't work until their captain, who they have relied on so much over the years, pops up with a fantastic strike. Like Daz just said there moments ago, it is much deserved the three points. It would have been harsh for Ange Postecoglou's side to go away here with a draw. And they march on to the next game, but thoroughly deserved in the end. He just wondered if it was ever going to open up for them, and uh, you know, we, we highlighted how important it was for Carl McGregor for the break, the World Cup break, to get back to that fitness. He showed his worth today, captain leader. Um, I thought the substitutions made a good impact at half time. My bad, I looked very lively, caused problems down the right hand side, but. Aberdeen will be disappointed they worked very hard very disciplined but against Celtic they just no matter what you do they seem to find a way no matter if it's in the first 5-10 minutes or the last 5-10 minutes and thoroughly deserves three points Ange Postecoglou goes over to take the acclaim of the Celtic fans he's whipping them up a bit he's showing a bit more passion than he sometimes does Kyogo's been doing his now trademark <laughs> dance Sandra McLean you get the feeling they hope and maybe anticipate this turning out to be a big result come the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Look, Pataudry is a really tough place to come and Celtic absolutely dominated. They deserved their three points, but if they drop points, I'm, I was going to say it would maybe open the door. It still would have been seven points between Celtic and Rangers, but to keep it at nine, you know, they'll need to wait and see what happens with Rangers, whether there is a resurgence under Michael Beale, but it doesn't really matter for Celtic at the moment, especially if they keep winning and keep on getting these results, whether it's big victories by big margins or these ones where Celtic just managed to grind it out in the end and get that late goal. We've seen it a good few times from Celtic and Postacoglu, no doubt you will say it again after the match. It's that attitude of, we never stop. That's his catchphrase. He says it all the time. And Celtic once again, leaving it late, but getting all three points. And you think it could be a big, big three points as well. Absolutely. And keep your bids coming. Remember those four prizes. Scotland, Italy, hospitality for two, Murrayfield. Signed Scotland shirt, hospitality for two, Motherwell. And the family platinum season tickets for the Sirens netball. You've got until three o'clock. We'll build up to the three o'clock games. I'll update you in the bids. And we'll continue to look back on Pataudry next.